trying to fucking record without me. That old That old chestnut. That's that's my go-to right there. If anything oh, happens, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> All I'm doing is over here designing a gummy ship. A gummy ship? Yeah. Let's get into it. Is that, is that, what, is that what it sounds like? Is that like uh, some type about, of gummy bear? Tell us about designing the gummy ship while I munch on this delicious French bread. Well, in Kingdom Hearts 3, it is much better than in the other game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually kind of fun. Hmm. So, what what is a gummy ship? It's just basically a, a ship with that you build with blocks and triangles and other various shapes. Fly through the, you know, worlds and the in-between and all that. Kingdom is it actually, stuff. like, made out of gummy bears and shit? No, but it has this, like, plasticky, rubbery look to it. Ah. That's kind of where it gets its... So is there some kind of, like, uh, a, like, bonus you get for building a better gummy ship than, say, a five-year-old, or...? Well, you won't die. Ah. So that's always a... (laughs) So there's, like, stuff attacking you. Say what? I think you played Kingdom Hearts before? I just can't remember now. Yeah, I've played, uh, I've played a little bit of the first one. I played through it enough to know that it was not my cup of tea. I could see why other people would like it. Nah, you know. I watched the cliff notes on the end of the the first one, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, that's good." And then the second so one came out. The second the- one came out, and I watched. You know, my brother was huge into this game. I watched him play it, <clears throat> and I was like, "Yep, I'm completely fucking lost." I thought I understood the story. Nope, done. <laughs> so, so you're telling me for the. 80th episode of the end of time cast which is going to be titled kingdom hearts 3 review you are not prepared at all i am telling you i won't be prepared because i ain't playing that shit wow kingdom kingdom nah what if what if you heard a a knock on your door and you go open the door and chris is standing there with a brand spanking new wrapped copy of kingdom hearts 3 I would have several questions. I'd be like, Chris, how did you know where I live? Why did you drive all this way? And what's why did you bring this trash into my yard? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. snap. A gift horse uh, shit. A gift horse shit. That's right. I don't think that worked out like you uh, planned. No. Okay, Somebody look. gives you horse so- shit, you got to take it because, you know... So after the last episode or the last one before that, now every time that I say a fucking quip or whatever, now I'm questioning it. And I was going in the right direction with that one, but I, <laughs> I second guessed myself, so I stopped. That's right. It's, it's like it's like I was a guy on stage, like trying. To, I was like, I'm really gonna fuck this line up, and then I got out there in front of the audience and did the line right, but stopped. And turned around, and all the producers were like, "No, no, no! Keep going, keep going! You did it! You're doing it! He's doing it!" <laughs> yep. Oh man, gotta gotta work on your follow through there, buddy. Don't worry, yeah. you get on my level one day. It'll be all right. Be all oh, right. oh, are you are you trying to pull something from our banter before we record it? Oh, that's right. To the podcast, that's right. I'm now. pulling the shit back out on you. Oh yeah, you like that? I'll take your your uh, your leftovers and recycle them. Trash you publicly with them? That's all you are able to do in your <laughs> life is use okay. my leftovers. That's right. For your betterment. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the end of time. I'm Michael. I'm Chris. And I'm Adam. And I wanted to save this toward the end of the, the episode, but I'm kind of happy about it, so 
fuck it. We do what we want on this podcast, right? You can also find us at multiple locations now besides SoundCloud. SoundCloud, until somebody cuts us a better deal for whatever reason, is pretty much going to be the website that we upload our podcast to forever. We are slowly in the process of, of, well, we've already converted them all, but slowly uploading all of our videos to our uh, podcast episodes to YouTube, which entails us converting them to a video format, which is no problem. However, and I know what you two are going to ask me in the audience probably as well, but uh, I don't really have an answer for you. We are also found on iTunes now. Uh, I don't know when the fuck that happened, Apple, but thank you, because I sub- Adam remembers I submitted this shit back when you were still on the podcast, so this was like episode 12. This is well over a year ago. Oh, yeah. I, sub- I submitted our RSS feed and all the extra things that had to be done for the podcast, and <clears throat> from what I understood from other podcasters, uh, and I mean the, the big fish that that are uh, the podcasters i said you know usually apple will get back to you somehow uh i never got an email i'm sorry the end of time cast never got an email from apple i, I even went through my a history of the f- like six emails that we have and apple was not one of them uh on a whim chris on mm-hmm. a whim adam last night i just went to i searched itunes and in quotes end of time cast and there it is all of our episodes so this is another cool thing this is another cool thing that i'm learning about the internet you figure i would i would have known this ahead of time but i'm i'm I'm, i don't i didn't and i'm finding this out now our so soundcloud is who we upload our podcast to but there are multiple other ones out there that you don't have to upload your podcast to you just give your rss feed and if they think it's cool or they agree to it or you don't you know talk about killing babies or something they just go yeah we'll just whenever you upload a soundcloud we'll just feature your episodes here as well so not only are we on soundcloud guys not only are we on youtube guys not only are we on itunes we are also on spotify now as well i submitted that i submitted that a few days ago again on a whim and within actually about three days they all the episodes can be found there. So this is going to be a process for me that's in, that's ongoing. I'm going to keep trying my best to find especially as many free ones as I possibly can. And all this means for you, audience, is that there there are going to be multiple places where you can get your where, where you can get our episodes. Uh, I know that through SoundCloud, it's a little bit. It's a little cumbersome to download our episodes. Uh, I've been told that. I've also been told it's easy. I haven't tried to download them myself. Uh, I don't know about downloading stuff from iTunes or Spotify uh, or YouTube. I will tell you, there are ways to download fucking anything if you just do a little bit of research. But hopefully we will find more uh, hosters out there that will have just various ways as a convenience for you. You know, if I tell you, if you're nothing but an iTunes person, which I mean, that that's that's you. It's all you that, hey, go check out our podcast. You know, you can find us on SoundCloud. That may be an extra step for you out of your way. Well, the more that we can get this out there, the more convenient it'll be for you to listen to us in your car, while you're working out, while you're walking your dog, while you're babysitting the kids, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so check, we check will, this out. What, what, we will what continue if, to do this. What if it actually didn't work out that way? What if that's not what happened? 
what if it's some dude that likes our podcast and is like monetized it and is like bootlegging it onto, <laughs> onto iTunes? I'll tell you what, that <laughs> would like, be a lot of work. He's like, yeah. And it would have happened. It would have happened pretty quick. He's got like uh, six million subscribers, top rated podcast on there. And he's like, yeah. And he's just rolling in our money. That's what he's doing right now. So s- Stephen T. Oregon, I'm coming for you. Yep, he's you just, iTunes bastard. He's got like a bed made out of money. And he's just rolling <laughs> around on it right now. So this is, uh, I mean, this sounds like common sense thing. I could hear, you know, Castle Super Beast right now going, dude, duh. This is the way it works. You just, people basically host your feed. You don't have to re upload to 20 different websites. You just have them feature you. So I'm, ha- I'm happy about it. And again, just so I'm clear, uh, and I'm, I, I, I realize I'm speaking for Chris and Adam as well, but I'm, I think we've made this clear on an entire episode. Uh, this is not, we're not talking about money here. Okay, I didn't go into the radar and get with Spotify and go, hey, uh, is there a way where I could start charging people for these episodes? Like, you know, what? can I get like two cents off? It? No, this is more about convenience. This is more about I'm more concerned about the exposure because I want at the end of the day, I want more people to hear us. I especially want more people to comment and email us and be like, you know what, Chris, I agreed with you about this or hey, Adam, this is you this game was great you're crazy or michael you're pretty much right at everything and i'm glad that you're a host of the podcast so (laughs) yeah more to follow we will post updates uh and we'll definitely mention here on the podcast the more the more avenues that you guys and gals have to listen to us the better Mm -hmm. i want to circle back to this kingdom hearts 3 stuff because i know we're going to talk about it a bit in your week but are chip and dale still the engineers of the gummy ship yep Yes. Yes. It's in, it's crazy to me to hear you say that it's even better than the first two. I while I didn't love the gummy building, it wasn't I I'll admit there was a Lego there's a kid-minded Lego charm to oh, I unlocked these 42 extra shapes. Now I can make something bigger, better. I can put a bigger engine. It it had its charm. I didn't love it, but mm-hmm. I definitely got some enjoyment out of it. Mm-hmm. What makes this better than those two like how could they have made that better all right so you know in kingdom hearts one and two you get on your gummy path and you just kind of go down this you know level essentially this on rails Mm -hmm. thing imagine if instead you just had space wow and you just flew wherever you wanted in this open space environment wow that's pretty ambitious for a kingdom hearts game this game does some ridiculous thing (laughs) um it's just when you think you've seen all the things that this game is going to do it's like no we have this mini game in here you're gonna play uh bubble bobble why not i'll tell you what chris (laughs) i can tell you're itching i want i want you to start with your week but before you do i have a couple pieces of news thing i want us to go over all right okay um nothing big again i know we don't actually have an actual news segment but I did see something, or I, I actually saw the video today, but I heard about it. Uh, I think Castle Super Beast was the actual place that I heard about it. Uh, so there was a, I don't want to call it a Nintendo Direct. I think it was a little mini Nintendo Direct, or it might have been just a, just an announcement. Uh, 
uh, because I didn't see it. Of course, I saw it through YouTube. I didn't see it through Nintendo itself. That's why I'm confused on where it came. Anyway, where I saw it doesn't fucking matter. The point of it matters. Uh, so uh, Shinya Takahashi, who's basically the, the head developer at Nintendo, uh, did a little mini direct style Nintendo announcement. And uh, I, I watched it today. I watched it about an hour or two ago. It wasn't long at all. You can you know you can search for it yourself. It's like three minutes long. Uh, and not directly quoting him, just paraphrasing. This was the gist of it. Uh, we at Nintendo take pride in what we do. We want to put out a good quality product. That being said, we have uh, tracked the progress and current state of metroid prime 4 we've looked it over we've seen all the working mechanisms and we have said uh this is not gonna cut it this is not uh this is not what we want and i think it was blue was it blue plate what was the name of that company damn it i gotta look this up too sorry not prepared uh it's there were a good development team They've done other games. Uh, I'm so sorry. I, should've, I really should have looked this up. Cause, the, okay, well, I'll get to the news. Uh, if if maybe one of you two can Google food for me real quick. Who was developing Metroid Prime Four? Anyway, the they said that uh, no <laughs> sponsor maybe, but Nintendo said yeah. Um. This is not good enough. They didn't. They didn't. It wasn't a blast. It wasn't them. You know, shunning that company and saying we're severing ties. Basically, just what we were seeing that this thing was being developed, and I want to say it was like 60 percent through. It just wasn't cutting it. Now that could mean a, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It could be the combat they didn't like. It could be the graphics engine they couldn't like. Uh, they didn't like. It could have been the actual Metroidvania esque stuff that they were making wasn't panning out. Maybe it was getting too linear, or maybe it was getting too convoluted. I don't know yet. I didn't get that far into it. I don't know if any of those details have come out yet. But they said, "Yeah, game's not looking good. It's looking rough. We have scrapped it completely, from what I'm understanding." And we're handing the reins back over to Retro Studios. And Retro Studios is working Metroid Prime from the ground up. That's some big news, man. Hmm. That is, uh, that's kind of unprecedented for a company to do that. Not, I don't mean the severing, not just the severing, but also coming out and going, guys, we're sorry. It's not working out. We're going to do something else. Uh, like like I said, it wasn't a blast. Yeah, it wasn't a blast. And I, I, I generally like how this was a this is a reach out and touch the audience moment. You know, I don't think they had to do this. this you got to know this has happened multiple times in the past with games. And, you know, if, if it's just out of my ignorance, then I'll take that. That's fine. But I can't recall a company that's done this. You know, typically companies from my experience, have just, you'll see a game at E3, and then two years later, you see a little bit of a different game, and then two E3s later, you see damn near an entire new game. And you're like, well, I guess that shit got revamped completely. This Mm -hmm. is Nintendo saying, yeah, uh, we're doing this. So, uh I don't think there's going to be a new release date. I wouldn't expect one. And frankly, if we're talking about Metroid, especially Metroid Prime, I don't need one. Just 
take your time and make this good, please, <laughs> because you got a lot to live up to. What I would like to see is Metroid Prime 4 to come around and just knock the fuck out of people like Metroid Prime did. Maybe a little hard to do because now there's a precedent, especially with three Metroid Primes already made, but it, it would be nice to see something like that. It also begs the question, this is maybe some stuff we could deliberate, uh, I, I guess it's kind of hard because we don't have the hard facts, but... Man, I would love to know what the fuck was on that table. You know, yeah. I would I would love to know what that demo was, because, again, that's another level we don't know. This is if, if we're talking directly about the company. OK, if we're directly talking about Nintendo, of course, they had to have a build. You know, they they didn't just see like a five minute trailer and they said, oh, oh, God, no, we're not making this a fucking MMO. Get out of here. They <laughs> had to have seen like a game build. 60 something percent through and they're just taking notes just taking notes nope that's not gonna work that's not gonna work you've changed this you've and we'll net we we may never know i'm gonna say where i was gonna say we will never know but eh, leaks will happen probably because this is this is gonna be hot man this is people are already wanting to know what the fuck was so bad that you scrapped it yeah. i'm not taking it that way though you know, I'm not taking it as a, ah, oh, this company's bad. Like, they really fucked us over. They just, they, they look, it's it's like going from, Met it's, it's like going from, say, Twilight Princess to Ocarina, I mean, a, a Breath of the Wild. Imagine Nintendo seeing that and going, uh-uh, mm-mm. The world's too big. The climbing thing. The we just don't know. <laughs> like, what the fuck was so bad about this Metroid Prime it's 4 like, that they got? Like, it, it's like going from, you know, Fucking Ocarina of Time to, you know, Link's Awakening. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? Yeah. Graphics are all of a sudden you say you get the the preview of the new Metroid game and it's all in like 2D. Mm -hmm. And it was like going to be like some kind of classic retro thing, but they just couldn't figure out enough mechanics or whatnot. Ends up being some kind of secret internet gem. We find out yep. 15 years later. The, uh, so if... Uh, this this can't be right, but it's saying that that uh, Bando Namkai. I mean Bandai. Good lord, Boy, did you fuck that up? Didn't you? <laughs> I did, and I am Bando sorry because Namkai. they do. They All do right. pretty good work. It sounds like a they do really good work. PlayStation Bandai mascot Nam Namdo. <laughs> wow. Bando Namkai. Alrighty. Oh man. Yeah. Just fucking. So, if that's true, I mean, sucks. I mean, it's it sucks for the people that are on that development team and probably had a lot of wild, ambitious ideas. But at the same time, Nintendo comes in and says that we're not doing that. I I, I can respect it. I'm not mad about it at all. I wasn't looking for Metroid Prime for any time soon, anyway. Mm -hmm. But oh, that's just a that's a, that's a hell of a knocker right there. Uh, that was really the big piece of news. I did pull up some other, you know, ho-hums here and there. The new, uh, uh, Piranha Plant finally came out for Super Smash Brothers, which is sure, whatever. Uh, yeah, I didn't really see anything else that really struck my eyes. That one, that one definitely did. Just having Nintendo come out and being like, hey guys, we're sorry. We're scrapping this idea. We're moving somewhere else. I mean, what what a good company to be in the hands of. You know, of, the Retro Studios have been there from the beginning, so I have faith in them. 
I wonder how they feel about it, you know? I wonder if they were like, I wonder if the passing of the torch to Bandai Namco was more like a, oh, man, we have been, we have been hard at this. Here you go. You guys can take the reins. And now they're like, oh, man, you guys couldn't fucking handle this. All right, fine. We'll do it. Or if they're like, yeah, <laughs> this is our baby. Give our baby back. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, any, anything news related from YouTube before we roll in? I have been pretty internet dark to avoid spoilers of any um, sort. So. Boy, understandable. And it'll play into my week a little bit. I kind of wish I was. <laughs> I got back on the internet way too soon because I've already seen and heard some shit. Let's, dude, yeah, guys, can't. it's it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's bad when I want to listen. I have, I have Giant Bombcast. I have Castle Super Beast, formerly Super Best Friend Cast. I have continue cast, and I know I'm forgetting one. Uh, the the easy allies, if I did not say them already. That's four separate podcasts, and it's my eyes go fucking wide, and like I have my finger hovering over Alt F four, and they're like, "Yeah, there was this thing about Resident Evil Two remake." I was in the hallway, and I'm like, uh. "I'm like, uh, I don't know, should mm-hmm. I?" Oh, I feel you. Yeah. I can't believe it. that was one of the things I saw. Kingdom Hearts 3, you know, Goofy betrays you, blah, 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 blah. I'm just kidding. No, it was. <laughs> but, uh. Oh, gosh, you should have go- let your back open. <laughs> He's like, the Lannisters send their regards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was a good one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> that was really good. That was really good. All right, all right, Chris. I'm, yeah. Uh, let's let's roll into these weeks. All right. So, Kingdom Hearts three didn't come out until Tuesday, so there are a few days in between. Um, so Saturday was an interesting day for me. Um, preparing for Kingdom Hearts three, I was watching uh Co Carnage's stream, like I mentioned a couple of times. He played through older games and watch movies for the older games, you know, and had discussions with uh, his chat and stuff where I was. In. So it was a good chance to, you know, get caught up myself without having to also play all the games because there ain't enough time for that. Um, so <laughs> Saturday was interesting because I was watching that while also on Dragon Quest Eleven trying to grind out uh, some casino stuff to get tokens to be able to buy stuff to use one of the methods to level up fast so I could, you know, get that out of the way because one of the one of the achievements is 100% or not 100% uh, level 99 is part of the you know, getting 100% on it. It's like, alright, I'll uh, I'll do that. And so I just had the slots going into casino and I'm like, well, I'm not doing anything. So I go on Steam and I'm looking around and the on my feed and my recommended, you know, the little slider that comes up on the front page, there was a game and I, <laughs> I didn't even look at the name of it. Funny enough, I didn't know the name until after I'd bought it and I was already playing it. Because I was just like, okay, this looks interesting. I was just looking for something to play. And it is called Dragon Cliff. Um, Dragon Cliff. Yeah. Name means nothing. <laughs> so I'm pulling up the store page so I can read exactly what this says. Um, it describes itself as a semi-idle game with deep and complex itemization slash skill systems to support endless character build. Um, so you adventure kill monsters there's talent trees there's enchanting reforging equipment uh discover things and assemble your team so basically 
you're building up to a team of five characters. Uh, you can choose any five uh, out of your stash when you go out on these adventures. And the interesting part is the semi-idle part. Because normally idle games, while you're offline, they progress. While you're online, they just automatically do their thing. This is a little different in that the um, the the love the adventures are the idle part or the semi-idle part. So you go out on an adventure and you're going from screen to screen killing groups of enemies. You know, it's basically anywhere from three to twenty battles, if you will. and then you fight the boss and you're done with that adventure level. This one is interesting in that it will automatically fight and you can set it to automatically use abilities and stuff like this, or you can sit there and manually manage your people's special abilities. They'll still auto attack with their thing on their turns. Um, it's a, uh, basically ATB system. So it just constantly goes, uh, shows you the turn order and stuff. And that's okay. It's kind of unfortunate that aside from their regular attack, they only have one special. So you only have one option per character of something to do other than attack or heal, depending on the class. Mm -hmm. Um, there are, I want to say 20 classes in the game. They're not traditional classics. I think the the only ones I would call traditional are the cleric and I want to say there's the equivalent of like a fighter. But even when you have all your melee classes, they have something special about them, some stats different. Um, like the assassin is poison damage instead of just regular physical damage, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I played this game quite a bit and I actually left it running so I have no idea what my actual time is. I left it running for about 72 hours just to see you know, how the idle part would work out if I did that. It's not a great game, but it is an interesting game in terms of mechanics. Looking at how they did mechanics in the game and combine them, uh, some design decisions they made. Um, there are several changes I would, <laughs> I would have, you know, made in the game because like the, in a typical idle game, you choose your level you want to be at depending on what kind, what game it is. But you typically can pick a level you want to be at and then it'll progress through or you can just freeze on that level and just do that over and over to grind one level. So you can't beat the next one, so you grind the you know hardest one you can beat. Um, but you can also start at whatever level until it's auto-fight uh, and progress through the levels. Something interesting about this one is you can choose any level to fight, but you can only auto-progress to the next level if you haven't unlocked it yet. So like if I've done... If I've unlocked the first 50 levels, then I can go to 49, hit auto, and it will never go to 50. But if I go to 50 and put it on auto, it'll go through. Um, so it's interesting decisions like that. And the uh, the skill system, it's, I don't know, it's it's an interesting experiment in terms of you know, design. It's got very positive reviews, so a lot of people like it. Um, I think that's why it popped up on my uh, my thing, other than it's tagged with, RPG and idle probably because I've played several of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It was an interesting little thing. I want to pop in here for yeah. just a quick second. So I found uh, what I was looking for with the developers. If if what I'm reading is to be believed, there is a new slice, like kind of like an upcoming. Uh, I don't. I almost said cobbled together, but that's very rude. A new ensemble of developers that's mainly pointing toward Bandai Namco that were developing uh, Metroid Prime 4. The company that I was thinking of, I don't know why, I was thinking of uh, Bluepoint. 
They're, uh, they've done lots of great games, uh, notably the new Shadow of the Colossus remake. Uh, they, they, uh, 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 Titanfall, they're, they're known for that as well. Uh, God of War Collection. So they've got a few good, they got a few good games. I don't know why I thought they've done nothing with Metroid. I don't know why I thought them, but just to correct myself there. Okay. Um, yeah, so Dragon Quest XI, getting back to that, that was the main game I was playing while I was kind of investigating this. Um, I haven't done a whole lot in it other than, you know, kind of doing a little bit of the grinding. I And I went around and I think I was unlocking, finding chests I missed and doing a couple of side quests, but I still have a fair amount to do in Dragon Quest XI. Um, side stuff on top of finishing post-game just in general, because... So- like, how much grinding yeah. have you done so far in the game? Um, well, Saturday was really the only, like, pure grinding session I did. So is it, like, I, level grind or, like, okay, I need to get these rare ingredients grind? What kind of grind is it? So the ingredients kind of come naturally as you're getting other stuff. Um, the biggest grind was for the casino to get pep pips, which are items that instantly let you pep up your party member. Um, mm-hmm. And... You can do certain combinations of peps to boost your experience, force certain spawns and stuff like that. So you get like eight levels in one fight if you do it right. But it takes like, Mm -hmm. uh, if you have them, it still takes like 10, 15 minutes to set up. Um, So it's as long as you have them, it's worth it. My issue was the casino would not let me hit a jackpot. So... (laughs) I was sitting there grinding the slots for a while while I was watching and doing other stuff. I was also updating my D&D, you know, notes while I was, <laughs> had the, the slots going in the background. And I would just alt-tab and hit the thing to continue when my 100 auto-rolls uh, or spins ran out. Oh, uh, God. So you had 100 auto-things and you still couldn't get a jackpot on it? Well, the slots I wasn't... I was doing the jackpot on the uh, uh, roulette. Oh, I, God. I think i talked about this last week i might not have i don't remember but anyway um the roulette thing there are certain methods you can use to try to increase your chance of getting a jackpot um the first time i went to the casino i hit the jackpot in like 30 minutes it was great um but i had spent those tokens on other stuff at the time and now post game i want to get you know these other items and there's still other things i need to unlock from there um, that you can only get in the casino's uh, rewards. So I was like, okay, I'll go back and do it again. Like, now let me hours. ask you: is is this casino like? Is the gambling in this game like the gambling in like Suicoden One, where it's like I just bet everything, oh, and you man, just double your money, you just no. double your money instantly? Like, ha fuck you! This is scary that you're no. talking about that. No, you no. have depending on the table, like at roulette, you have a maximum bet. Um, the maximum bet in roulette is 2,000 on one square or ah. one, you know, point you can bet on. So, so you can't be like, it's here's 90,000 GP, you know, let me, let me just double my money or lose it all right now. No, you can't do that. Damn it. Game sucks. Never get but it. But yeah, so, well, <laughs> so the kidding. jackpot is a million if you hit it. Um, uh-huh. And like I said, I hit it in like 30 minutes the first time using a method. I actually didn't even really use the method because you're supposed to go in and out of the place and sleep and do the stuff to reset the RNG on until, you know, an NPC says a certain thing. And then you go in and bet on certain places. 
uh, and based on the you know history of the numbers, it shows you like the last twenty numbers it hit. Based on mm-hmm. all that, yeah, certain times you should you know bet and do it. Well, when I hit it in at thirty minutes, I spent like twenty five minutes not getting the message from the NPC, and I was like, I'm screwed. I'm just gonna spend for a bit, and then I won it. So I was like, okay, <laughs> that worked out. Um, this time I spent, and this wasn't even Saturday. This was earlier in the week. I had spent, I want to say, two hours at the roulette and got the message, actually, for the first time. Still did not hit a jackpot. So I was very unlucky, and that was very boring and tedious. So Saturday, I was like, I'm not going to do that. After I did it for another, like, hour. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, I'm not even getting the message now. I ain't got time for this. I'm not having fun, you know. So I'm like, I'll just put it on uh, the slot machine and let it auto roll it will if you have enough money to start with you'll make it back after a certain point you'll just keep increasing your money it just won't be very fast especially because i didn't have many tokens so i had to start out on the cheaper machines you know the penny slots first and mm-hmm. then i can move up to the hundred dollar slots um and that you know increases a little bit fast but yeah so that really to answer you go back and answer your original question um the only grinding i've done is a little bit for levels and this casino stuff um i got tired of doing casino stuff actually so i ended up doing some side quests that award the same thing um because i would have needed to do them anyway so that kind of helped with my uh, stash of the items i still need to go back to the casino at some point and hit the jackpot at least one more time for i think a side quest requires it but i'm just not going to worry about that until i need to I've got, sense. I've got most of the unique items from there anyway, so I can just leave the slots on one day and do that, but I didn't feel like messing with it anymore. There you go. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to think. I don't think there's anything else I played until Kingdom Hearts 3 dropped. Am I? What am I missing? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I sure did. I have 47 minutes in the game. Um, that was also on Saturday. <laughs> that was after I was tired of doing the... Uh, Dragon Quest stuff, or before I think I can't remember. I was like, you know what, I I I'm trying to think if I own it, owned it then or not, or I just went and bought it. Either way, so I was like, you know what, actually, yeah, I think I've owned it for a while. I was like, you know what, what what goes to check Steam right now? Like what the fuck, fifteen fucking dollars. This is just odd. I pay. It says I got it nine fifteen two thousand eighteen. <laughs> I don't fucking remember. I don't fucking remember. I don't know. I don't. I have no clue. Hmm. You should have said something if you did. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. So tells you how big my Steam library is. So I just didn't fucking notice. <laughs> yeah. So I, like I said, I played it for forty-seven minutes. Really, forty-five minutes, if you will. Um, went around and I, I want to say I cleared that first area, <laughs> um, up to the point where you can buy maps. I think is about where I left off. So not a whole lot. Um, it's a fun little platformer. Um, I haven't seen anything really mind blowing about it yet, but it's a interesting art style and it feels good to play. Yeah. Yeah. It took some getting used to as well after, um, playing a little bit of messenger and I had played, uh, Celeste all the way through, uh, the one game. So how to get used to the controls and things that did what, um, but yeah, I had no issues with it. <laughs> I just, I was like, okay, yeah, I've got a feel for it. I'll pick it up some other time. It'll be a casual game when I don't really have anything else to play. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
<laughs> so I'll, I have that, you know, at least installed now. So I'll pick it up when I don't have other things to do, um, which I don't know how long that will be. So Kingdom Hearts 3 came out Tuesday and man, there are, this game is a roller coaster. Um, there are so many ups and downs to it. Um, overall, it's a great game. Um, solid as far as uh, graphics. The graphic decisions, and that's exactly what they were, decisions they made on each world are phenomenal. The okay. styles match what you would expect from that. Um, Interesting. So, uh, say a Disney or a, uh, a Pixar movie has a certain style to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying not to spoil too many things about it as I talk about it, so yeah. that's why I'm being vague. A Pixar yeah, movie that, for 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 a few reasons. Like Adam's not going to play it, so he says he's not going to play it. I so have I it. will not play. It. I <laughs> have it sitting on my shelf, but I'm preoccupied right now, and I will mm. get to it. And of course, there's the audience. So yeah, thank you for being spoiler uh, minded. So a Pixar movie has a certain style. And when you go to that world, you feel like you're playing inside the movie because that art style matches like one for one. That is so good to hear you say that. Man. There are other worlds that are more realistic. And for the most part, (laughs) they look pretty good. Um, There are a couple things here and there. One thing I've noticed in certain styles, the hair... It, and I don't know why I've been picking up on this lately in games, um, but the hair looks a little off. Like they didn't uh, put enough detail into it or something like that. It mm-hmm. kind of takes away from how great everything else looks on the screen. But yeah, graphically, great. Um, the combat feels pretty similar to what how 2 did. Um, it I would say it is improved upon, except for the stupid attraction. So attractions are a type of team attack. Um, the other games had it. They're fine. And they, or they have other team attacks in three as well. But these attractions are basically Disney rides that your characters hop into and then murder whatever's on the screen. Okay. Um, they, so you just jump on Space Mountain and go fuck people up. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think if there's something similar to Space Mountain. I, there is a roller coaster. You one. get on the teacups and you just fuck yes. shit up. Teacups are in there. Awesome. Uh, it's it is terrible. It takes away from the game so much. You're on this awesome world, you know, this realistic one or this Pixar one, and then you're in these flashing lights teacups. Excellent. Um, I <laughs> I watched the first world uh, because I already knew what it was from the end of, or not the end of two but from the end of the game before three uh, whichever the last one was it actually tells you you know you're going to this world in three is the first one so i already knew it so it wasn't really a spoiler so i watched co-play like the first couple hours of the game because that world is long um so since he got out of it i pretty much turned it off but so i watched him play that and i saw these rides and i i barely touched them in my uh in my playthrough most of my uses of them were getting them off the screen because they show up as basically your triangle button and you can uh, switch between your different triangle options if you have more than one special up at a time, which is fairly often. Um, I would hit it and just spam L1 to cancel it. So as soon as the animation stopped, boom, I'm back to fighting normally. And then on that stupid prompt on my screen, um, I hit it by accident a few times, so I was very frustrated about that. 
Um, they also make the game incredibly cheap. I play, I, I said played, that's right, I beat it. Uh, 27 hours was my completion time. Um, I played it on proud mode, which is the hard mode. This game is incredibly easy. Even on proud mode. Wow. Um, Let me. I just. I just want to. I just want to stew in this for just a minute. Yeah. You have this game on the hardest difficulty. Yeah. And you completed it. And I don't. I don't care about 100. percent You beat it. You went through the game mm-hmm. in 27 hours. Yep. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that, man. Yeah. How and much? If, if how much other content was around that that you didn't finish? Um. I did not explore for chests. Um, I looked as I went through, but there are so many places. These levels are huge. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of got, I don't want to say overwhelmed, but I just kind of got tired of all the time I had to spend just exploring to find chests that, and I couldn't find them. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm whatever I find on my way through the game, I find. I'll If I see, you know, an obvious path, I'll follow it, see if there's a chest there. But I'm not going to go searching anymore. Um, so I have a ton of chests. I think I have like a third of them and I could get the rest. Um, I did some gummy ship stuff. Um, not a lot, I don't think. Um, so I still have, and that's what I was working on, uh, before we started was going through gummy ship, uh, missions and exploring the areas, trying to find all the treasures that are on this little open, uh, space thing. Uh, and of course, secret bosses and stuff like they have. So that's pretty main story focused. I'd say I have probably three-ish hours, maybe two hours. Yeah, probably not more than two hours of time that I could say I could have trimmed off that. I Um, mean, I would honestly have to go back and look at my save files on my PS2 to see what I completed or finished Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 in. It may, I, I may be exaggerating. It may not be that big of a deal, but this game has so much weight around it. I'm kind of hoping it has more talk yeah i'm trying to look and see how long kingdom hearts 2 took me i think it was let's see i have 30 hours one week 11 and a half the next says 40 hours on critical mode which is a step above proud for kingdom hearts 2 uh kingdom hearts 3 does not have a critical mode um the guess is they're going to release that later and i'm guessing critical mode would have been uh longer but like i was saying even on proud mode um any little bit of difficulty that was there because the the level progression was not good between worlds it would spike at a world wow so it was you have a little bit a little bit of difficulty at first um like regular enemies would be hitting you really hard but then you level up a couple times and it's back to being easy um because levels are pretty fast um that may also be part of the problem you know they may need to lower the experience gain rate and stuff like that but i I thought it was pretty on par with the other games i think that i beat the game at level 30 something 39 i want to say 36 to 39 right so not super high level at all um i beat kingdom hearts 2 critical at 50 or so but i didn't sidestep before that and purposely tried to level up some because i was getting stomped at a certain part i had no bosses that stomped me i want to say i died a total of and I say died, but these aren't all actual deaths because there's an item you can buy in the game that will give you one free revive. So I say I died like six times total in the game, but I want to say four or five of those I had the coin. So I got back up and finished the fight. Um, so that didn't help the easiness. Not that I 
I don't I didn't mind it because half of those times were stupid like I'm stuck in some animation and can't heal and because of the way the animation is I have the ability on you know that prevents a combo from killing me um, but it would be just enough break in the animation that count as a new combo so I died is very cheap and you know mm. stupid so I don't really count that as a big deal that's more poor battle design or move design I should say um, yeah so difficulty's not there um, god I've been jumping all over the place uh, the like I was saying the worlds very large um, some of them that's good some of them that's bad <laughs> some worlds I'm walking through and I'm like okay yeah I'm I'm tired of this um, this is this is getting on you know the same kind of feeling you get from Red Dead where, okay, can I get to where I'm going already? Um, obviously on a much smaller scale um, right. in comparison, but similar feeling. Um, other levels, it's like, wow, this is huge. I can't, yeah, I can't get enough of this, you know, exploring everything, finding everything. But it all depends on how you feel about that world in particular. Um, there are a couple of worlds that I just didn't, you know, really feel. Um, I just kind of moved through them as almost as fast as I could because I was like, yeah, I don't. I'm not enjoying this. The looking at the story aspect as a whole, the Disney worlds, while the stories individually are for the most part, good. Um, and I say Disney worlds, but obviously there's other uh, IPs in there as well. But the, I'm trying to think of how to say it. The, and I think part of this is just because I've come off of seeing and uh, playing basically every game up until Kingdom Hearts 3 and to get prepared for it. So I was, you know, ready for the story. I was ready for the mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts story. Um, mm-hmm. The next, you know, part of Sora's adventure, not the next Winnie the Pooh adventure. Um, yeah. So some of the worlds just felt like they drug on and I wasn't getting enough meat for the Kingdom Hearts side of stuff. Um, not to say that, you know, for the most part, the worlds were okay as far as their stories go. It was just not what I was playing the game for. <laughs> I'd play mm-hmm. a world for the, you know, five minute cutscene at the end that would give some Kingdom Hearts, you know, progression. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So let's see. Later in the game, uh, I'd say the last three hours are really good. Um, it ended pretty good. Um, the I don't know if what I got was one of the secret endings. I don't think it was, but it's interesting what they showed. Um, and now there's not complete closure. <laughs> so oh. it's like, okay, I guess they aren't done with the franchise. Um, but it's it's weird, though. It's weird because of the things they did resolve, 100% resolve some of the things, and but opened up new things or left things empty that they just, you know, uh, touched on in this game. It's not mm-hmm. any part of the game, uh, any of the games up until this part, <coughs> a new, you know, plot hole not like they didn't have others to fill already. Um, and then even like with the ending, introduced another one uh, or picked up another one that we thought was resolved. So it's, yeah, yeah I'm not sure where they're going to go with it. You know, uh, I realize this is me jumping on a limb here because mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I do not actually have knowledge of this, but let's let's look at some facts here this is square yeah. soft square enix sorry and fun of and, and disney making a franchise that for whatever reason whether we agree with it or not convoluted shit aside makes money 
mm-hmm. prints money, rolls out money, and there's there, there's hype for this game. There's life size replicas of fucking Keyblades out there. You can buy it at GameStop. I mean, this yep. it's 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 unreal how much people love this series. Of course, Chris. Of course, Adam. Of course, they're gonna make another one. That being said. I never. I heard people saying, and I believe I even I said it myself that Kingdom Hearts three was supposed to be the ending. It was mm-hmm. supposed to be the culmination of all this. It was going to be the payoff. Any other synonymous synonym thing that you could put on it, similar phrase you could put on it. I don't know if I ever read that actually from S- Square Enix. You know, I never read that anywhere or heard that from a direct company source that said, yes, the story will end and can, or the story will be wrapped up or the story will conclude or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I was kind of expecting a, a big payoff, but man, that the, the, the evil little fucking money goblin behind that's <laughs> going, of course not. Well, of course, there's going to be more. I. I- I won't say there isn't a big payoff, because there is. They just give other stuff, other avenues to explore. Um, something interesting to note, um, I think I mentioned in passing uh, the last couple of weeks that there was a there is a Kingdom Hearts mobile game, um, mm-hmm. and there has been for a while. Now, the interesting thing is, this mobile game is canon, oh. so you don't have to play the game. I, I watched the video with Ko on his stream, Um he went through another guy's explanation of it that has actually played the game and beat it and it had, you know, excerpts and little cutscenes from them in the game. Um, it ties in and it actually comes up. There are characters in it and stuff and everything that show up in Kingdom Hearts 3. And if mm-hmm. you never played the mobile game, you would have no idea who these people are. Wow, um, man. And here, here's the kicker. The mobile game isn't done. <laughs> <laughs> So they have as in it's an ongoing story or oh man they have not finished the story yet for the mobile game. This just uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, go get your copy, Adam. Do it. I mean, even even if I was like, if this was like my thing, I would be really, really irritated. I think I've said this before. I'd be really irritated that they can't keep their shit in one place. Well, it's not anyway. It's not. These are, I mean, yeah. From the get-go, this would have irritated me about this series had I not jumped off it immediately. The the fact that it starts out here and then you go to a completely different format, console, whatever, to play the second game chronologically, then go to another one to play the next one, and oh, man. Yeah. That's just, it burns my biscuits. It's like, come on, man. How, How are you supposed to keep track of this? I'm so, hearing some activated almonds over there. Yeah, the, <laughs> the games were released on PS2, uh, PSP, DS, mobile. I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. And then, the, of course, the re-release on PS3. I think that had. I don't know what platform everything that was in that was on. And the PS4 re-release that has everything in it, uh, all the games or at least movies you can watch for some of them that they didn't port over. There'll be um, a fucking board game you got to buy and play. <laughs> fucking god so all that being said 27 hours well spent i'm gonna go in and 100 it um unless i run into some stupid wall with you know bosses or something but i doubt that's gonna happen based on how easy the game has been um i can probably just brute force my way through it uh one of the achievements is our trophies is getting level 99 so i'm sure at level 99 they're a joke 
Um, and I probably won't get anywhere near that by the time I finish the uh, bosses, I don't think. Shit, I, uh, I don't know. No. I haven't seen one. <laughs> huh. So, um, and they... I'm trying to think. Of, I don't think the older ones did either, even on the newer version. So no new game plus whatsoever. Okay. You just... You have your clear save where you can go in and it unlocks extra stuff and you can go do your thing. Yeah, so... I'm still going to keep playing it. I'm enjoying it. Um, like I said, the story I thought was good. They just have obviously set up for some new game, whether that's going to be a main franchise game, you know, Kingdom Hearts 4, or we're going to see a new offshoot, you know, like Birth by Sleep and all these other other types of games. Um, mm-hmm. I will say, I think, and this is just pure thinking, that it's going to be, you know, a standard kingdom hearts type game with that type combat um i would like to see more of a birth by sleep system implemented because kingdom hearts 3 has some aspects of it but not the whole thing like one of my biggest issues with 2 was that cures take up your whole mp bar uh kingdom hearts 3 takes up your whole mp bar uh birth by sleep and i think i'm thinking of the right game i have so many kingdom hearts games in my head right now but it was where you had abilities equipped and you could use them. So, and they were on a cooldown. So you could equip three cures, use your cure, use your second cure, use your third cure. And then as long as the cooldown on the first one was up, you could start curing again. So it wasn't spam. You couldn't spam it, but you still had more options than one cure every, you know, 30 seconds or however long mm-hmm. it takes your MP to regen. So, and I like the whole melding combining abilities you level up an ability combine it with another ability, and then you unlock something else you can level up and unlock something else until you're getting these awesome combinations of attacks i really like that level of customization for it um it probably would have broken kingdom hearts 3 if they did it even more than it already is on difficulty so i guess it's kind of good that they didn't um yeah any question not for me I'm trying to think if there's anything I didn't cover that wouldn't be, you know, spoiler to a spoiler ter- territory. So describe the plot in detail. <laughs> I have a good one. Why don't you tell us how much the preparation that you've done before Kingdom Hearts 3 has helped you? Oh, a ton. There are so many references to things that weren't in one or two. Um, characters that didn't show up outside of the side games. Um, major plot points that don't show up in any of them. Ah. Uh. It's, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. It's like, if you didn't play the trading card game, you have no idea what the fuck's going on for these 30 minutes right here. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I'm trying to think, if I hadn't seen all the side stuff, how lost I would be. I think it would be, yeah, you know what? There are <laughs> there are main characters that are involved in the story that you don't see in the main the first two games. What about like high story gotta... concepts? Like, you know, if it'd be like if like Final Fantasy VII had like the materia system completely explained in like the phone game that only came out in Japan. And uh, that's it. That's just how I view this situation. It's like, oh no, you have to. We're trying to maximize the amount of dollars we get out by spreading the wealth around 20 different systems. All right, uh, let's uh, let, let's ask this question. It's so mm-hmm. good that you've already played through it and beat it because you'll have a good perspective on this. Mm-hmm. It is a fucking known quantity fact about this game. It is understood by now. If the average Joe has to know 
if they're getting into Kingdom Hearts, you got some homework to do. Mm-hmm. If you have a friend that says they want to go out and start playing Kingdom Hearts 3 and you don't guide them somehow, you're a shitty friend. Like that's the that's the <laughs> level that this game is. I was wowed. I mean, let, let, let me give you the childish response, okay? The child at heart response. Sorry, that's a better way to put it. When I saw Toy Story was going to be a part of this game, I said, okay, now I'm in. Because to me, and please don't spoil it, but to me, just seeing to- just seeing Pixar alone made me go, there'll be more. It, whether now or later, there are there's so many other Pixar Incredibles, Wally, uh, Cars. Ah, I can't wait. <laughs> so that childish Disney loving glee made me go, okay. Point two was when I saw some gameplay. When I saw some of the battle, just the the, the graphics. In some of the battle scenes of Kingdom Hearts 3. I said, okay, all right, now I'm all in. Yeah. But I knew, I knew that there was going to be work that had to be done. I do mm-hmm. have like 1.5 and 2.5 or something. I've, I've got something. Yeah. But I've also been watching the videos of the of people breaking it down. I actually watched another one recently just because not I didn't seek it out. It was there in my feed. But uh, Barry Kramer, formerly uh, of Game Grumps, he did a, a, a basic summary of Kingdom Hearts as well. I knew this was going to happen. I knew I had to do this. Otherwise, I'm, I, fig- I, I, just, I just planned on stepping into Kingdom Hearts 3 and being lost. This is what's pissing me off now. Because I have heard from people that, nah, man, as long as you know Kingdom Hearts 1 story and at least we're told about the middle point between 1 and 2 and you know Kingdom Hearts 2 stories, the rest is ancillary. The rest is really throwaway knowledge. You're telling me that, nah, bruh, you need to know all that shit. Okay, okay, that's fine. How good of a job does Kingdom Hearts 3 do on either filling you in or making you go, oh yeah, it's the sect of the 23 ninjas. Oh, you didn't know about that? Well, let me explain that to you so you can understand. Does it do that? Or is it like, you didn't do your homework? Fuck off. You're you're lost. So sorry. There are... So real quick, actually, before I get any more into what it does or doesn't tell you, there is a catch-up video, like 10-minute set of little video you can watch that comes with the game. It's in the little theater thing you can go to that gives you a Uh background on everything that's happened up to this point. All the relevant points. God, okay, that's good. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm now, I'm, I'm a little happier now. I'm feeling a little better. But so, and again, I'm asking you, Chris, because you've yeah. watched this video and you've done your homework beforehand. Yeah. Does that video do? It doesn't have to tell me everything. But do you feel that 10 minute video does a good enough job of going? Now you're caught up. Welcome to Kingdom Hearts three. For the casual player, I'd say yeah. Uh, Someone that's just gonna pick it up for Disney and stuff like that that doesn't really care about a I lot of minor details. I think uh, it did a pretty good job. I um, was legitimately getting pissed. I was getting to that level of, did I just spend 65 fucking dollars <laughs> for this convoluted shit? Did I just buy, did I just drink the Kool-Aid? The whole gallon? Because <laughs> I felt like I did. <laughs> I mean, hey, let's experiment. Hey, Adam, go play Kingdom Hearts 3. Watch the video first. Tell yeah, us how God. you feel. Go do oh, it. Be, oh, our, be our experiment. Our guinea pig. <laughs> yep. Your audience now, the they're drafting tweets right now. They're gonna. They're. I tell the you what. Comment section if I, is if I can get one tweet asking me to do it, 
Oh, and it can't be us three and it can't be somebody we know directly that's well, correct I'll, I'll add that to it it's got to be if you are somebody that's never put a comment on the end of time cast facebook now's your chance it's you can adam, force me to waste 60 bucks and i will go buy adam, that stupid a, game and play it uh producer talk here you need to put a time on that we're Uh-oh. talking like within the next two weeks the next three weeks because uh, man if Let's we're say, 129 episodes in, somebody's going to be like, yeah, man, I know it's 2023, but uh, get that game. If they can do it before, let's say, March. That okay, gives them the whole month. Oh, wow. You <laughs> giving a, I'm giving uh, okay. a wide window here. And just to put some pressure on you, audience, he has... And let's get the list going here, Adam. He is working on Persona 5 right now. Yep. He has God of War. Yep. He has Last of Us Remastered. And he has Bloodborne. You could walk in and sweep his gaming destiny right now by, by saying, Hey, Adam, go get Kingdom Hearts 3. Actually, you forgot Dragon Quest. Oh, and Dragon <laughs> Quest. Sorry. Sorry, I forgot it. Yeah, you could be that person that said, hey, I'm the guy that made you push everything aside because you wanted to see Goofy and the Syndicate. <laughs> oh, this is great. Oh, God. I love it. I, just, I, I could never get into it. Goofy just immediately takes me out of any kind of serious plot. There can be no serious plot that involves Goofy. <sighs> See, Goofy Goofy and Donald bring me in, believe it or not. At the very beginning of Kingdom Hearts 1, when you're doing the shit on the island and yada, 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 when that shit cuts to Disney's, to Mickey's castle, and you hear that understated, I was like, oh, man, okay. Even if I'm not the world's greatest Disney fan. I was explaining this to somebody earlier. It, it, take any serious moment from any form of media and I fucking put Goofy in it. And, <laughs> okay? Just immediately destroys it. Just immediately. He's like, As a protagonist party member, I get Disney could have picked a plethora of other ones, but think of who Disney and Donald are in relation to Mickey, if they want Mickey, well, it's obvious. That's an obvious fucking choice there of the Disney universe. If they want Mickey to be the man, I mean, I can see him being are, recurring characters. Like none of pick, them are party members, but there are lots of recurring characters. I could get okay, that. So, but when you're like, you know, oh, we're supposed to be emotional right now, but I'm a big stupid dog. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> here's the thing about Goofy. He is a plot savant you think of goofy you think dumb right like you were saying mm-hmm. however this is i don't know how much it was on kingdom hearts one but kingdom hearts two in particular he always spoke of him and he's like well how about if we do the quantum computer you know at this rate and that'll do it gosh that might be it yeah and everybody's like oh hey yeah that's that's brilliant he is an amazing character it, you see you donald's not any better it's it's not just Goofy. It's Goofy, Donald, Mickey, you Minnie. Just don't you can replace like the entire cast funny. of Game of Thrones with Disney characters, and it just becomes really, really bad. Well, yeah. It's just you know, it's like I, I can't take the story seriously, even if the characters are at, are playing it as straight as they possibly can. It's just one it, of those things for me. It, it grows on you. 
It grows up. As I said, the Lannisters in their regards. <laughs> and it's Adam, just gonna not. call you out here, buddy. It's just you not. stop taking shit so seriously, man. Loosen up. Yeah. Loosen up a little bit. Go it's play some platformers, fucker. Oh, God. <laughs> you just, man. How much platforming is there in this game? Because I know there was some in the first game. Um, there, I'm trying to think. It's not bad. You get some abilities uh, pretty early on that make things fairly easy for any kind of platforming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you get your double jumps and stuff later on. And uh, there is one part near the end that's kind of annoying, but it you can make it easier on yourself. So I don't, there wasn't really any platforming that bothered me. Um, anything I wanted to jump, I could jump, you know. Mm-hmm. Um if it was a double jump, it was an obvious double jump. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll come back for that later. What, what I'm looking for is the spot where, oh, I missed a jump. Let me backtrack five fucking minutes. Um, there are a couple of spots where you can, like, fall, but there are not that many. And you have to be pretty off your game to miss them. Oh, I'm, so I, if, I am 100% off my game at any moment right now. Because it's, it's like, let me play for five, ten minutes, get up, do something play for five ten minutes oh wait, wait, wait where was i oh oh crap oh i was supposed to make that jump oh well i mean it's gonna be pretty obvious if you're supposed to make a jump or not. oh yeah so yeah i don't there I don't are a couple moments a like that issue. okay that's good because i remember the Another. first game having uh having not not a terrible lot of platforming elements but at least enough to where it was like okay this could get annoying if you mess it up two or three times yeah yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think, I don't. I remember specific, like, one little moment jumps out in my head, and I think it was, like, Tarzan or something like that. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking about, yeah. The tree. That, yeah. It's <laughs> and I was like, nothing like that, that. I think that's where I quit. I think that's where I said, you know what, I, I think I'm done. I think I'm just done with this game. Well, you just you need know to warm up your heart, stop being such a cold individual. T- and stop saying. picking on people that talk funny, you know? Damn. Uh, you know what, Adam? I'm going to give you that <laughs> one. I will say, you know, if you quit at Tarzan, totally understandable. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was definitely uh You mean I got to go back up this fucker? Yeah. No. Nah. No. Nah. Oh, oh yeah. and I got to collect everything on the way back down. Uh, fuck you. Nope. Yeah, that's probably the least fun world. I also didn't like... Uh, the Alice in Wonderland one. It wasn't terrible, but it had moments where I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm tired of this jumping around and backtracking and everything else. Mm-hmm. This isn't Metroid. But I do, <laughs> I do genuinely enjoy with a with a little bit of giddy, like, oh yeah, nice, cool. The the level of effort that they go into to make the Disney parts look Disney ish. Well, that's because if they didn't, they'd get sued. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not the first time that we've seen Disney come in and go, you're not doing this anymore. You're fucking up. (laughs) I'm looking at you, Star Wars. Oh, man. Adam, let's go ahead and have a side tangent here. Oh, no. Supposed to have a new new Star Wars this year. Mm. Mm. You You think some lessons were learned? Do you think the fucking House of Mouse came down? Like looming over the directors and the producers going, you best not fuck it up like the last one did. (laughs) Oh, man. It's so bad. It's so bad. I've heard a lot of behind the scenes stuff has been going on and like some complete retooling. But I don't think. Yeah. Okay. Here. 
here's where I think they fucked up. They put J.J. Abrams in, in charge of uh, The Force Awakens. And then they mm-hmm. gave it the second movie to this other guy. Well, apparently this other guy's script was written before he saw The Force Awakens. So then he just altered his stuff enough to piggyback off that and create that a new thing. That makes so much sense. As shitty as that is to say, that makes so much sense that that's what happened. Yeah. Huh. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think that they should have had a map, a roadmap for like the next seven movies instead of not one between one and two. Um, so <laughs> I don't know how they recover from this. They've enraged the fan base, uh, the same way EA did by attacking the fans instead of accepting the criticism and tucking their tail between their legs, which is what all companies should do when the fans get mad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, I don't know if it's a, this is a recoverable spin they've put themselves into. Uh, we'll see, I guess. I say, I said that as well. That's not, I don't have any pure fact on that either. I've just, it's a common trope around here that somebody somewhere got a call from Disney's somebody somewhere upper chain of command going, uh, what the fuck? It's like, (laughs) this thing was supposed to print money and we've got one that lost money. How did you do that? Now that my memory is trying to work, I think I'm talking about Star Wars Battlefront. Star Wars Battlefront. Battlefront 2? Yeah. Yeah. All that shit that went on. That's EA and Star Wars put together, and they fucked that up, too. But that was was all EA. I I heard that that went even higher because Star Wars belongs to Disney now, that Disney came knocking going, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. (laughs) You are making a bad name for Disney now. No, we don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, you... I, I will, as big as you think EA is, Disney will crush them. Oh yeah, oh, Disney's yeah. Disney, Disney is not fucking with blood. you. They pinch and squeeze blood. So yeah, it's it's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, I, you know what? I want to know this, Adam. Are hmm. you planning on even going to see this movie? Wait a minute. Wait. Whoa. Pause. Pause. Time out. Huh? Am I losing my shit right now? It is February of 2019. We are supposed to have a new Star Wars movie the end, somewhere toward the end, latter part, if not the end of this year. Mm-hmm. I have not seen anything about that movie yet. No trailer, no anything. Now, gr- granted, I haven't been you know diving for it, but no trailer now? Nope. Do not, we, not that I, I've seen. We don't even know what the fucking movie's going to be about. I gonna be like. it's going to be about... Uh, it's going to be about the fact that they killed off everybody and there's nothing left to to, to talk about. Yeah. 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 That's, that's it. It'll it's be going to be Star Wars. They're just going to show the credits and then just empty space. It's like, and it's like not much uh, was happening in the galaxy during this period. What, what was her name? December 20th. Wow. Yep, so we got a wow. whole year before this thing comes out. What was the name of that fucking Mary Sue main character, Faye Fong Wong? Is that what her character's name is from Star Wars? Yeah. Shit. Ray? Ray. There we go. It's going to be two and a half hours of Ray just juggling rocks. Just, yeah. Just and see, that was, the, that was the part that just absolutely killed that movie to me. Is In The Force Awakens, she could have. It was not a. Uh, it, you were trying to get to know him, you know? So you wanted, uh-huh. her, the, the Mary Sue stuff didn't really come out until the second movie to me. Uh, the, I, I've heard people online go, oh, I never liked her and blah, 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 blah. Well, if you didn't like the first movie, that's just your opinion. Yeah. The second movie was I objectively agree. bad. 
And that's what that's what has tanked the series. Um, if you look at like uh, go back to the the prequel trilogy, and Anakin was a horrible Mary Sue in the first movie until he developed flaws in the second movie. That's mm-hmm. how Rey should have been treated in this second movie. Instead, she just whooped Luke Skywalker's ass, told him he was yeah. a bitch, and then oh, proceeded to you know go save everybody because All that's what that she did. All that fucking training that Luke went through to build upon, hey, you don't know Jack, but there is potential in you to be the man. She steps in and goes, I'm a man. I just have it. I just do and it. I, I was cool with where they left off because they were like, okay, well, at the end of the first movie, they beat Kylo, kind of, sort of. But you had one, you know, obviously well-trained stormtrooper type, you know, character who fought Kylo right before that. And he took a, bla- a bowcaster from Chewbacca. So he took a bowcaster, fought a a very good armed combatant, and then it was Ray's turn. And Ray just barely beat him. So, okay, yeah, I can accept that. I can accept that, you know, she being, this is the first time she's ever held a lightsaber, and she did all right. She didn't embarrass herself. Mm. I can't handle her beating up Luke Skywalker under any circumstances yeah. without, you know, massive amounts of training. This whole, if, if she'd done it in the third movie after training this entire second movie, okay, I can handle that. Mm-hmm. But the... I mean, her training was like, oh, let me swing at these rocks and not hit them. Right. And, uh, and then uh, and, and then go whoop Blue Skywalker's ass. I tried to make the argument. I know I know we've had this discussion before, but I tried to make the argument. I tried to make the Gohan argument. I, I'm about to, I just turned a lot of heads there, but mm-hmm. hear me out. In Dragon Ball Z, my interpretation, my understanding of the power was that, so you got, you got Goku, Goku's... You know he's a he's a super saiyan, very powerful. Yada yada yada. He fucks a human and has Gohan, so he's not even pure blood. I don't, I actually can't remember if Goku was pure blood or not. Uh, yeah, he was. Yes. He was pure blood yeah. saiyan. Yeah. So Gohan pops out a half breed. Yep. Gohan, uh, from what I was gathering, was way more powerful than Goku. Like he had bursts where it was like, nah, I I over I overtake my father. Like I am way more powerful. I uh-huh. tried to translate that into uh, Ray. The problem is that's not how the Force works. Well, the problem <laughs> is is that Gohan, it took uh, it took like three arcs of DBZ for Gohan to come into that power. It was yeah. like, let me have this emotional burst and kill Raditz, okay? Then not be able to harness that again until uh, the very end of the Saiyan Saga fight. And then yeah. again yeah. at the very end of the Frieza's fight. And then his dad's like, you know what? We're going to, I know this power exists in you and we're just going to train the shit out of it until it's yeah. natural to you. And yeah. then he still doesn't have it when they sh- when Cell shows up. It's not yeah. until the very end when he sees all his friends getting whooped that he goes, oh, there it is. And finally yeah. is able to control it. How many fucking episodes of Dragon Ball Z is that before that happens? <laughs> it's not the second episode, I promise. So then you you, you translate that over to Star Wars. It's not even the second arc. Like toward you know? the end of the first movie, she's like, look at all this badass shit that I can do. That it took Luke 
a lot of at fucking the, work to do. At the end of the first movie with Ray, Ray pulls after being severely wounded, pulls a lightsaber to her, turns it on, and whoops the Sith Lord's ass. At the beginning of the second movie of the original trilogy, Luke Skywalker almost gets eaten by a monster because he can't mm-hmm. pull his lightsaber out of the snow. Yep. Yep. This is the chosen one. The one who yep. took down Darth Vader. But hey, can't, man. Yeah. Hey, a- Adam, it's okay because in the second movie, everything's already fixed, you know? And that, the only thing oh, man, me- there's so many bad... <laughs> if we want to just bash this second movie, I can keep going. Uh, do it oh my god i love it uh you have a lightsaber that's got seven movies worth of plot behind it yeah they just toss that shit off a cliff like fuck it and then rip it in half later on there there were so many other ways to handle that i i i'm a very dumb person but even i could understand (laughs) I could understand what they were, what he was going for by saying that, by directing that scene that way. He was trying to tell Ray that, hey, you're fucking blind. You're thinking that it's all about this thing. You need to not worry about this. This means Jack. The Force has a much bigger, greater thing going on. The mm-hmm. way that they designed that, the way that they made it. Oh, have Luke throw the fucking. Sc- this Let's play it off for shoulder. laughs. This is symbology yeah. right here. I'm going to take this very important thing and throw it away. Stop looking at the lightsaber, girl. It doesn't mean anything. Ha ha, we get a quick laugh. That was fucking sacrilege. That yeah. lightsaber meant more... It, it's, that is an incredible piece of story fucking prop right there. Yep. That should not have been disrespected like that. That was in the first movie. It was a big part of the first movie. It was in the second movie. And it was in the second and third movies out of the tri- out of the prequel trilogy so yeah you know it that movie had a lot of or that uh lightsaber had a lot of history behind it mm-hmm. and i mean that's like a, it that's was it, they were kind of like putting they were kind of setting important. it up to be a uh, like a force relic you know yeah and yeah. she was getting whispers from it and it was guiding her towards luke and all these things were coming of it and you know there was a plot to be developed out of that just like okay well now she's hearing obi-wan obi-wan is actively mm-hmm. trying to get in contact with ray you know so wow where's this gonna take us fuck if we know they ripped the motherfucker in half oh yeah and they also killed that main villain oh and uh yeah like you know and some, emasculated somebody right now just went, and then killed fucking luke skywalker and then if if uh, we're not fishing for comments here, but I, I honestly want to know if when Adam said they killed that main villain, if you legitimately said out loud or thought to yourself, who comment, please, because that's just more fuel for that fire. Yep. That's good. That's great. If you didn't know who he was talking about. And that that's the thing is, it's just like, man, there were so many things that were wrong in that, in that whole scenario. Uh and it's like he went out of his way to just destroy all the little plot hooks that had been set up in the previous movie. So the ending, the whole ending scenario. Oh man! Yeah. Real quick, I've, yes. Real quick for the audience wondering why is Chris so quiet? I haven't seen the last the, any of the new movies. Oh, so, I've seen the original so trilogy. I'm so sorry, and I haven't seen any you, of the rest. So. You've Did been not, saved. You've been. You've been. Uh, just I wouldn't. Watch them now. I mean, <laughs> uh, I mean, you can watch them and get your own opinion on them. 
But uh, the first movie, the first that, movie though. was <laughs> it was good. I'd give it like a, a seven out of ten as far as like Star Wars goes on the yeah, Star it was Wars. Entertaining. Scale. It, was it was an entertaining, entertaining. movie. It's a good. It's a good movie. Set up a lot of plot hooks. None of them got followed up. A lot of them got shot dead. Some very unceremoniously. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like this. Who were raised parents? And then second movie, your parents don't matter. Fuck them. You know, it's like, what, I mean, come on now. Since you brought this up, Chris, yeah. l- let me ask you, do you do, do you or did you have any plans to even watch these? Like, do you, what is your take on these Star Wars movies? Eventually, yeah. It's just the okay. fact of me not watching movies often. Oh, mm. uh, okay, okay. Yeah, well, was, I am glad you said uh, that because I was about to fucking put it up to six gear real quick because mm, there's some shit to be discussed, but don't well, I will refrain. I'll, yeah. no, let's go. Let's, let's hear it. What you got? What I you just want to hear. I need to have Chris say, yeah, you can go right ahead and spoil it because I'm about to spoil the fuck out of it if, you, if you'll let me. I mean, I'd be more concerned with the audience than me. But Okay, well, it's spoiler <laughs> warning for Star Wars episode seven, eight, eight uh, seven. I'll let you figure it out. All right, so there was the prequel, eight. one, two, three. There was the regular ones, four, five, six, seven. This is Star Wars episode eight, The Phantom Menace. Okay. <laughs> so at the end, okay, let me, let me build this up. Let me let me let me play storyteller for a minute. Shut up, Adam. Let me play story for tell for just a minute. So, in the first movie, yes, you had this out of the fucking blue villain show up. He's a Sith Lord. He's the man. He's the fucking the Empire's uh, guiding hand right now. And he has Kylo Ren, who you find out who he is, but he's his apprentice. There can only be two Sith, I believe, in the entire existence at a time. So, uh, yeah, so, so this guy is bad. He's the bad guy and he's super fucking powerful. He is a force person, so he can do all kind of crazy, awesome, godlike shit. Fast forward to the second movie. The end pops up. It's, it's, it's the last scene ish here. Here's Ray bound by like he's this sith lord has ray like held by the force not with his hand out straining just looking at her and just holding her in place like bitch i i am so fucking powerful you can't do shit and here comes kylo his apprentice and she's like hey you need to fucking kill her because of blah 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 reasons and he's like sitting off the edge of his seat like I've had this plan in motion and that plan in motion and I'm super fucking evil and super powerful and everything that I've been doing for the past 70 billion fucking years has led to this moment right here the Jedi are gonna end because Kylo you're gonna kill Rey right now pick up that lightsaber and do it Ah, my plan's coming through and Kylo takes the lightsaber with with him unbeknownst completely mm-hmm. and turns it on and slices through him and cuts him in half and kills him. All that buildup, mind you, it was only two movies, but all that buildup for this guy being the fucking ubermensch, he gets sliced by his apprentice. What kills me about this really, really, really kills me. Mm-hmm. When I was in the theater and watched this happen, 
This is one of those rare moments where I was like, I understand that. I can make the story make sense. I can make that scene make sense in my head. He was, this is a Sith Lord that has had all these machinations going on, and all these chess pieces moving, and all this shit coming into play, and it was all coming to right here. This is where the head was going to happen. This was Checkmate, and he was so enthralled with Checkmate. He was just so fucking cocksure that this is the way it was going to go, that he was drunk with, with control, and drunk with this is going to work. That he didn't force feel Kylo doing that. I made that make sense in my head, which I've been told is wrong. But after I leave the theater and start talking to people, they're like, no, that is still stupid. That is still, that is the most aggravating part of that movie to me because that should not have happened. There's no fucking way that a Sith Lord would have let that happen. And that's one argument against that over many. Nobody likes this movie. <laughs> I mean, and I, look and at I Palpatine. was trying look to make that thing make sense. Episode three. Look at Palpatine. Palpatine's like, oh, look, two Jedi dead. Oh, Mace Windu's going to fight me. Two let me take Jedi. Master Jedi Masters going up there with Mace Windu, who was played by Samuel L. Jackson. Go to go to confront Palpatine, and he's just like, "Let me immediately kill two, and take my time with the strongest lightsaber duelist the Jedi Order has had in centuries, Mm -hmm. and take my time fighting this guy so that I can turn this guy to the dark side intentionally." Mm -hmm. Versus the guy that got cut in half by the guy who got beat up by a person who had their lightsaber for the first time that day. Yep. He (laughs) he showed up. He showed up and he fucking died. Uh, It's just, you know, Kylo Ren is a lot of things, but he has got a very vast deficit on the cool points. And, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, you can't look at it and and think that these new villains are anywhere near the scale yeah. of the previous villains. So and then so now that was two movies. In the one movie, this fucker got introduced. He did his power plays, and he had the whole world going. Okay, whoa, Adam. What is his name, by the way? I keep saying the Sith. What is his name? His name is Snoke. Snoke, okay. So, Snoke shows up in the first movie. Snoke does his power plays and shows you, whoa, watch out, this is a bad motherfucker. He could have been something after the first movie. The first movie set up all these little, nice little hooks. Like I said, there were lots of plot hooks left over for, like, this thing could have fit together really well. I was like, man, Disney might have their shit together. After it coming out Mm -hmm. of the first movie, I was like, I'm I'm really interested to see where they go from here. Coming out of this last movie? Yep. No, not so much. I didn't go see Solo because of this movie. Yep. It killed, here, it killed Solo for me. I was like, I don't want to see what they did. I'm mad at them first, now. <laughs> first movie yeah. comes out, guy gets introduced, guy gets power play. Second movie comes out, he sits there and stalls the whole time. All right, well, it's coming together. It's all coming together. It's all coming together. Oh, I'm dead. So now we're rolling into a third movie. Who, who, who's the, who, who are we going after now? It's it has to be Kylo Ren. It it can only be him. And are you trying to now tell me since he killed off uh Snoke 
Now he is equal to or more powerful than Snoke. You're going to build that shit over the fucking space between movies? No. Yeah. That, that's what you're they're going to tell me. You're going to take the whole you're going to take the whole movie to build him up to be that powerful so he, he can and probably inevitably die in the end. No again. Like there what can you do? <laughs> what they, can you they do? They really can't. And that's the problem is that they what they should have looked at, and this goes back to the whole, like, I can't believe, and it, I'm not going to blame Disney for this. A lot of people do blame Disney, but it was actually Lucasfilms that fucked this up. Yeah, they're just footing the bill right now. Yeah. Well, Disney was like, well, here, we, you're, you're going to print money, and we're going to pay for it. And yep. uh, Lucasfilms came up there and, and did not have a vision for a trilogy. And that is the that is a cardinal fucking sin in my eye. That it it was like really, uh, I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where if they had just been, you know, I, if they had just even thought about what the hell they were doing, you know, it was like okay, just just come up with a th- a, a, a beginning, a middle, and an end. That's all. All you just need a beginning, a middle, and an end. And when we end right there, we're gonna build up into another trilogy, which is gonna be the crescendo, and we're gonna have a whole bunch of massive payoffs. So it's gonna be like watching the prequel trilogy and then watching the original trilogy all over again. We're gonna build yep. these characters up, the new characters and the old characters. This trilogy is gonna be them passing the torch and kind of building up all the new threats. And then we're gonna have and I think that was a problem with the first film that I wasn't quite expecting, but I wish that they had done because what they should have done is they should have started you off with the Galaxy of Peace and watched it descend into something terrible through these three films. Mm -hmm. And then the next three films, which they're, you know, episode 10, 11, and 12 would be them recovering the light again. And yeah. thus you have the darkness coming back in and the light coming back mm-hmm. in and darkness and then light. The darkness. cycle. Yeah. But they didn't do that. They said, okay, well, here's these first order and I could handle it. I could handle the super on the nose allegory for Nazis. I could, I could just be like, yep, you know what? They're fucking space Nazis. Got it. Mm-hmm. I, if the second movie hadn't just dropped the ball and it was yep. like, and it's like if a guy was like, how I look at it is if, you know, you have a player on your favorite NFL team and he's standing in the end zone wide open, the quarterback lobs him the ball, it's the easiest little five-year-old pass that you could catch. And instead of catching it, he smacks it out of the air. Yeah. That's Intentionally the, yeah. smacks it out of the air. That's the kind of frustration I feel with Star Wars right now. I had a conversation with somebody else recently because I I hate talking about Star Wars with Adam because he's he's a sorry person to talk to in general. Damn. But the- Damn. <laughs> Damn. No, I ge- I genuinely love talking. You you're the guy that can get somebody into Star Wars. But I, if you're not already into it, and if you're not now, I completely understand why. But I I was talking to him about this, and and they said, well, think about this. This is what he thinks is coming up. The first Star Wars movies, first set of Star Wars movies was a trilogy. And then there were the prequels. They were a trilogy. He His theory is that since, Star, since Disney has this now and Disney knows that Star Wars is a thing, they're going, nah, fuck trilogy. 
sexology or quintology or, or octology. We're going to keep this going for it's not going to be a cycle anymore of one, two, three. It's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six or one through eight or one through nine or whatever. And I said, you know, I can see that. If if we're talk if we're making Disney out to be the EA money munching machine that you think it is, but here's a problem with that. Several problems with that. The second fucking movie. If it's gonna be a let's say it let's say it's a it's a sexology six movies. They want this to be six fucking movies long. They did one. They did two. Where are they supposed to go now? Are they gonna build up Kylo Ren all the way through the next four movies? It's Are like they're they gonna care. bring the the fucking general that that, that is it, he even alive? I don't remember. It's like, like if they don't care if uh if what this it, it would be like if you wrote your own Star Wars thing and you pitched it to Disney, and then they came up and said, "Okay, well you can come after Episode Two. Here's where the characters are," mm-hmm. and you're like. Well, I've got to torpedo all these plot hooks I'm not going to use in my story, so let me just go ahead and write this away, write that away, write this away. Okay, here's my story. Because yeah. that's what Brian Johnson did. Yeah. And, and he was like, and yep, yeah, that that's garbage. Let's just throw that lightsaber down a cliff and then go over here and then fuck that. If, then- if we're going to be walking into four more movies that are going to be rounding this out... I am at the end of the second movie, and I have 17 different questions that all end in, um, so where am I supposed to go now? It's not a, oh, I can't, when, I, when you're you watch sit- This Avengers, is not pre-Infinity War, you know? You're yeah, not, exactly. You're not you sitting there like, man, I wonder what's going to happen when this guy meets that guy. It's like, man, I, yep. they killed Thanos, so what are, we, what are we having another movie for? What are we doing? <laughs> Thanos fucking died immediately, and they fucking made it to where nobody could ever get Infinity Gems ever again. So, Chris, plot's pretty much ma- done. We're making your week really fucking long, dude. This is how you do it. Oh, my week <laughs> ended like <laughs> okay. 40 minutes ago. I, I Before you ended your Kingdom Hearts 3 discussion, I did have one more question. Okay. Another Very, one? To, Taking this bus, and I mean fucking hard steering back onto that track. This 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 is actually very important, because when you were talking about, when you were making comparisons, you said the combat, and my ears were already up. I was like, what? I want to know. And you said, it's about the same-ish. You, you seem very middle road-ish about the combat in Kingdom Hearts 3. I liked Kingdom Hearts combat in 1 and 2. Yeah. How is it just about the same? Is it a little better, a little worse? Are there describe the differences that you notice that make it either bad, good, whatever? Um, there are improvements to it. Uh, as far as the the feel overall while you're in combat and stuff, it feels pretty much like two. Um, mm-hmm. The differences are like mechanically, uh, like a quality of life improvement they made. You don't have one thing of shortcuts anymore you have three things of shortcuts so while you're holding the trigger you know to access your combat shortcuts if you press down and up on the d-pad it'll cycle through another four options so you've got more quick bar options so like what i think is probably the standard is your first one is you know all your spells and your second Mm -hmm. one are items because you know you're primarily going to do spells for healing and whatnot. Your items are kind of emergency and whatnot. Or you might have one item on your main one, and then your second one can be the rest of it. Um, Mm -hmm. But that was a very good quality of life thing. Um, uh, The 
I'm trying to think. The party uh, specials are a lot better this time around, I think. They feel more useful. Um, most of them. There's still a couple where you're like, meh. Um, but you also don't spend ability points for them to even be able to do it. Okay. Uh, the ones I'm talking about, you're hitting triangle. There are other like automatic combos, like uh, combo finishers, if you will. Or actually, I say if you will. They, that's what they're called. Um, where if Donald or Goofy are close enough to Sora, you will do a special combo finisher with them. Like uh, Donald, his you spin around as your finisher, and he covers your spin and fire. So you have okay. this spinning fire attack now. So it's not nothing really huge as far as you know leaps from two to three, especially with. Uh, 2.8 or whatever it was, it was supposed to be pretty close to 3. I didn't play that, so I don't know for sure. But mm-hmm. it wasn't like a crazy leap. It was okay. a understandable upgrade without being drastic. Let me ask the obvious question. Spoiler be damn, I have to know. When you kill enemies, do they explode into ball things that you can collect, run around and collect? Yeah. Okay, good. That's all I need. I'm good. I'm good. That's all I need. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, yeah, all that's Go the ahead. same as far as you know how you gather experience orbs and all that. Those are called prizes, apparently. Um, I think they touch on it in two, but three, it's like yeah, increases your prizes, and you're like prizes, and then it says like HP prizes, and you're like, oh, they mean the little mm. orbs. Because thing in two, they just called them orbs, but in three, they yeah. call them prizes. Okay. Well, I guess then. Uh, I, I feel like the last obvious question. Mm-hmm. So how impressed are you with it in general? Like, do you feel like it was money well spent? You enjoyed it, had a good time. Did it blow your expectations out of the water? Like, where are you at? I I guess give it like a rough, loose fucking score. So something to keep in mind when talking about Kingdom Hearts 3 is it has 10 years, 13 years, however many years of build up uh-huh. for it. So it's hard to be fair to the game. Um, I will say that graphically, it's phenomenal. It's a huge improvement. That's Uh, good to hear, man. Story-wise, for the most part, solid. There are, like I said, it's a roller coaster. There are moments where you're like, uh, can we just move on? But I think the other games had that too. You know, we're talking about one with Tarzan. That was one of those moments. Um, I don't think there's anything that bad in (laughs) 3. There's no Tarzan equivalent. Um... There's no Little Mermaid for all the Little Mermaid haters out there uh, that hated those in one That's, and two. Um, yeah, I didn't like the levels, but I'm a, I'm a big sucker for Ariel. Mm-hmm. I just, just did not like that very watered-down wannabe rhythm. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, and I didn't touch on this at all, but the controls for movement are better as far as swimming, flying, all that. It feels much better. Okay, um, all right. So... I will say that, first off, if you played 1 and 2 and you're interested in, you know, the story, if you like both of those, you should absolutely play 3. You don't want to skip it because it gives you, even though I said it opens up new stuff and does leave a couple things open, it gives a lot of closure on a lot of things. You know, this is a complex plot, so any closure is good. Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. uh, If you haven't played them, um, I... The only hesitation I would I have is you want to play the other game. There, yeah. yes, there's that catch up, 
but you really should play the other game. Yeah, um, I mean, just you're, you're going to get a feel from one and two anyway, you know? Even if you're, if you walk away from one and or two and you're scratching your head to any degree, that's okay. You are in good company. You are in like company. <laughs> Not everybody fully grasps that. But what you do take away from one and two is the charm and the appeal of those games. You know, you get the you get the feeling of what Kingdom Hearts is offering you. And it's a good judge to tell you whether or not you like that game at all. You know? Yeah, and, and I will say, if the plot wasn't so complex with all the, you know, other games involved. It would absolutely be a recommend. You know, yes. if this was any other RPG and it was like this, I would probably recommend it. Yeah. So it's only because of the complex nature of it and all the other games. This is the only hesitation. I think it was worth my money. I'm happy with what I spent on it. Yeah. Well, that's that's good, man. Even uh, it's such it's such a weird way to put it. It's a weird thing to say, but. Your expectations are going to be high for this. Your personal hype level is going to be hype for this. But at the end of the day, at, at with a third, though not the the third and only third game in this series, when you're the third title of this franchise and you're still walking away with your arms in the air going, I don't fucking get it. <laughs> If you can at least walk away saying, "Yeah, I dropped sixty-five bucks on it," but at the end, at the end of the day, I did have fun. I did have a, a decent time. It was worth a playthrough. I guess that's a re resounding recommendation. Now, if you yeah. had came out and said, "Man, I didn't even need to do the homework. They tied all this shit up perfectly and told everything in game and yada yada yada," well, then I could see your hype. I could see you bumping it way way higher because I could do the same thing. Yeah, and just. To kind of touch on it, because you just mentioned, you know, coming out of Confused, there, the only confusion for me left after beating the game were the things they intentionally left open. Yeah. All the yeah. other stuff from the other games, I already wasn't really confused at all. You know, I've done my mm -hmm. homework. Um, mm -hmm. As an adult, it's not as complicated as it was, you know, yeah. 15 years ago. Um, so it, I don't think that's an issue. Gosh. Cool. All right. Well, now... uh. Oh man, that fucking Star Wars talk was really good too. Uh -huh. This is the Kingdom Hearts Star Wars episode. I love it. <laughs> Disney's like, yes, it is, you motherfucker. Disney's like, uh, <laughs> and, and it's totally relevant because people are like, oh, are we going to see Star Wars and Kingdom Hearts now? Yep. Yep. Man, All right. Like, just completely destroyed. So, Adam, tell us about your week. I know you got a two hour one to go through. So All let's, right. Let's get so, to part one. The beginning. God. <laughs> now, I've been keeping up on my Animu. Had a lot of... Oh, man. Shield Heroes turning out to be one of those great animes that's come out for this quarter. Good really? God, man. I don't know if you remember my little synopsis of it from uh, the uh, the first episode with uh, him being summoned to the other world. And yeah, then, he got summoned to another world and he didn't... Is, he, he got like a... See. Accused like of rape, and then oh and then, yeah, oh, that yeah. one. He got accused of rape, and then uh, some bad stuff happened. Everybody hated him, and all this other stuff's going on. Oh man, well, spoilers for the rest of it. Uh, or up to episode four at least. 
Only so, episode four? Only episode wow. four, but they've already hit us again, and it was, oh, it was so good. It was so good. I was I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. I was, I, I have not been legitimately mad while watching a show in a long time, but I was, like, wow. seething the entire time I was watching these scenes. On the fourth episode in. On the fourth episode in. I oh, am man. fucking intrigued. So... After all that crap happened, he uh he ended up getting uh, he tried to meet up with some more people, and uh, he tried to uh you know go ahead and get his little thing together. He had to level up somehow, so he needed somebody that could use a weapon. And uh, people ended up uh, trying to join his party, and uh he uh, a lot of people tried to take advantage of him essentially like uh, guys would try to join his party and he was like okay well here's the rules and as soon as they got out of like the tavern they turned around and tried to rob him mm-hmm. so he beat their asses and is like you know i'm still a legendary hero i'm gonna beat the brakes off you you can't even hurt me and uh he does his little thing and he, he like threatens the shopkeepers to get them to give them fair prices and stuff like that and he's like if you're, if you're gonna make me the villain i'll play the villain that's, that's how I'll do this. And uh, as he's walking around in town one day, he gets propositioned by this, like, shady-looking character. And he's like, hey, I, could, I see you, you know, have need of a party member. Maybe I can help you out. And he walks in there, and the guy starts showing him. He's like, you know, slaves are a really good way to make sure that nobody betrays you. And he goes to describe how, like, they put this magical emblem on the slaves that, like, causes them physical pain if they try to disobey you. Mm-hmm. or try to take actions against you and he's like uh-huh okay that's cool and he starts showing him like these giant were creatures and beast men and stuff like that they're all like hulked out and he's looking at them and they're like level 87 level 65 blah 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 and he's like huh well you know i don't have any money so i, I know how this goes you're gonna show me the good stuff and then hope that i come back here right show me something in my price range and he's like, well, how much you got? And he's like, I, I got this much. And he's like, oh, okay, well. Finds this, like, sick little raccoon girl, like, in a cage. And she's, like, coughing up a lung. She's level one, has no combat capability whatsoever. And he goes, you know what, fuck it, I'll take her. And he brings, you know, they go and they put the little seal on her. And he walks her to the, uh, he takes her out and brings her over and gets her some equipment. And they go out there and he's like, now kill the little level one enemies. And he teaches her how to, like, swing the, the dagger and all that kind of stuff. And they kill some stuff, and they go back, and they eat. And um, they have, like, this little rendition over the next couple episodes. And through from episode two to three, they show uh, he takes care of this little girl. You know, he, like, hears about her story, about her parents being killed by the, the evil wave of, of monsters or whatnot. Okay. And uh, he... Uh, he Gets all the herbs together and make potions to heal her sickness and stuff like that. He proceeds to go and uh, train her. To, she she overcomes her fear of the monsters in the combat. And they, you know, go around leveling up. Till they, get hit, they get, like, into the mid-20s in the level. And then the, new, the next wave comes and they fight it off successfully together. You know? As a team. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. They kind of build up this nice teamwork thing. Episode four starts off right after that wave. All right. They're called back into the kingdom, and uh, they're going. He's like, I don't really want to be here. They're having this giant banquet slash party thing. He's like, I don't really want to be here. I'm just here because they're going to pay me at the end of this for completing the wave. And uh, it is what it is. 
So she's, she's running around enjoying herself, eating all the nice food, and she offers him some cake, and he's like, whatever, I can't taste it anyway. It's, it is what it is. And here comes the Lance Hero. Lance Hero is the guy who the, uh, the other chick, the chick that had accused him of all the stuff, she's in his party now. And he was Wasn't like, he, he was like taking her side and was like, oh, yeah, yeah you're he a called piece him of a, shit, called bro. him a piece of shit. And he was like, yeah, I fucking I, I can't stand to be in the same room as you must let must less, you know, actually fucking look at you. You're you're horrible. And uh, so he's like, you know, sitting over there and he sees uh he sees the raccoon girl talking to the shield hero. He's like, huh, what's up with that? Yeah. The uh, old girl walks up again and goes, oh, you didn't know. He couldn't get anybody's party, so he's got a slave now. And he goes, what? A fucking slave? So he walks over to the shield hero, and he, like, pulls off his glove and throws it at him. And he's like, I challenge you to a duel. And he's like, what? Why? And he's like, if I win, that girl goes free. You shouldn't have a slave anyway. And he's like, uh, slavery's legal here, you know? It's not, mm-hmm. it's not my fault. He's like, well, that's still no way for a hero to behave. And he goes, well, I don't really give a fuck. So I'm going to leave. So he goes to dip out, and the king's guards step in between him. On it, they stop him from leaving, and they go, "No, nah, turn around." And the king walks up, says, "You will accept this duel." And he goes, "Fine, whatever." Cuts. They're in an arena. Once again, the shield hero is fighting all by himself against the uh, the spear hero, and the spear hero is like decked out for attack. This guy's like, "I fucking I break shit. This is my skill." He rolls up there and he's like, okay, I'm going to have to fight the spear hero with only a shield because I can't use any other weapon. Luckily, throughout all this time, he's leveled that shield up and he's got all kinds of different little abilities and stuff. He's unlocked with it and he's like, okay, okay, I think I can do this. So they start dueling and the very first blow that hits, he blocks it and he says, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have let me see that I can block your attacks because you've already fucking lost now. And he just begins doing all these like CC moves and stuff like that where he's like, I'm going to trap you in this thing. And, and you know, it's basically just like, I'm just going to keep beating you till you run down regardless of how shitty my attack power is. So you might as well just quit. Mm-hmm. And as he's got this guy trapped, suddenly like a, a burst of energy like hits him in the back. And he's like, he gets knocked to the ground. He, the CC breaks. The shield or the spear hero comes out of the, the little bubble he was trapped in. And as he kind of gets back up to one knee, the spear hero just smokes him straight through the chest. So the duel is stopped and he's sitting there. He's down on his knees coughing and he's like, what the fuck? You're just going to cheat? Is that how you're going to win? Are you just, just going to cheat me? And he goes, I didn't cheat you. And uh, he looks back and he's like, did nobody else see me get hit by something? The entire crowd is silent. That, mm. that chick is just sitting there smirking in the corner. Mm-hmm. The king is like, I didn't see nothing. <clears throat> and so he begins to like just utterly rage. He's like, really? Is this how everything's going to go? We're just going to, right? You're just going to cheat me at every turn. Huh? I'm just going to constantly be sitting here getting cheated just over and over and over again. No matter what I do, how much good I try to do in this world, there's going to be somebody like you that just comes in to just kick this out from underneath my feet. I didn't even ask for this. I didn't want mm-hmm. to be the shield hero. I was trying to live my normal life, but I tried to accept this role and I tried to fulfill it. And this is how I'm getting treated. I haven't done anything wrong. So they dragged the little raccoon girl out right in front of him 
and they pour like this stuff on it that you know magically removes her little seal her little slave seal and it shows like uh it shows like the little game display overlay kind of thing the little hud it shows mm-hmm. his name up at the top and her name like sub underneath it to show she's a member of the party and you watch that slowly get erased oh yeah and he's just sitting there seething, seething with anger this entire time. And they drag this scene out for what feels like an eternity. And he's like, I mean, he's going through that whole spiel of I didn't ask for this. I didn't want this. You're just going to fuck me over every time I get anything. You know, I can't even keep up because, you know, blah, 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 blah. And uh, as he's doing that, it says skill acquired. And it's some kind of like cursed skill or something like that. It's like a bit requirements met, skill unlocked, and you see like this little flame just burst out of his shield, and it looks like he's just about ready to kill everybody in this fucking arena. Mm-hmm. Right as that flame bursts out, it cuts over to the le- raccoon girl, just smacking the living piss out of the uh, the, <laughs> the fucking <laughs> Lance Hero. He's, she's like, "Who the fuck asked you to let me go?" And he's like, you're your slave. You're under his control. I understand that you can't speak ill of him, but you're you're free now. And she's like, you don't know me. You don't know anything about me. You don't know what he's done for me. And then the other two heroes come up and they're like, yeah, you, we're going to have to talk to you about you cheating, bruh. And he's like, I didn't cheat. He's like, nah, what's your name? Smoked him in the back while you were CC'd. And he's like, is oh, that wow. tr- is that true? And like the king and her are both just kicking rocks. It's like, yeah, it's wind magic. So most people in the crowd probably didn't see it. But then again, I bet all but the nobles. they saw it. Yeah. He's like, I barely made it out because my blah, blah, blah skill is high enough. But uh, yeah, you're fucked. Mm. So yeah, it was a giant emotional roller coaster this last episode. I was like, oh, God. Sounds like it. Yeah, it was just, ooh. So as of this point in this show, you don't know why that false rape girl is doing the shit she's doing. Well, they kind of hinted at it that she kind of wants to get in the good graces of the uh, the Lance hero just because she has a she kind of likes him. You know, she's just she's just doing shit. She though. just wanted to make him feel sorry for her and fucking. She didn't care who she hurt in the process. Wow. Yeah, and the king was in on it. So yeah, we're. More to come on that, I'm sure. So I'll have to wait till next Wednesday to see how that plays out. But ooh. Sounds like a sounds like a very interesting anime. Yeah. It was that it was really well done. The whole thing was really, really well done. And I was just about like I said, the whole time I was watching it, I was sitting there on the edge of my seat, like wringing my hands, like, Oh the fuck, this is fucking evil. And mm-hmm. I, these people are just it's the world is just full of such shitty people. That whole world is just ugh. Oh, he 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 lambat the uh, the raccoon girl says something to the Lance here that I thought was really uh really good. She said, you know, hey, he's willing to take a beast person into their party. We're second class citizens. I don't see you freeing slaves and making them part of your party. Called and, uh, out, yeah, calling him out and just you know totally wrecking his shit. Oh, it was so good. It was so good. A uh, couple other good anime that I've seen. Um, there's a new one called Love is War, which is really, really fucking hilarious. Uh, it's about two uh, two student council members that are part of this really prestigious school. And the whole concept of the, the anime is that whoever is the first one to confess that they love someone else is the loser. 
It's like in all things in life, there is a power dynamic that is, you know, obtained. And it says, it shows like, uh, this guy like confessing his love to a girl. And then two seconds later, he's on the ground and she's got like a leash around his neck, stomping the back of his head. And <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's like, and it, it, it's basically just a big contest. They both like each other. Like the two main characters, they both like each other, but neither one of them can admit it. They, they want, they, and so they play these like, like 4D chess mind games trying to get the other person to admit it like they get movie tickets and it's like huh maybe we should go and he's like oh well you want me to go with you she's like oh no i just <laughs> i just wanted to see it and i figured since you were sitting here it's like oh but i heard that's a that's a you know that's a love story that's something you'd take on a date oh well if you think that kind of trivial stuff is you know i i, I is that really what you want? Is that how you'd see it? Is it's going on a date? And it's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's so good. And the convoluted ways they go through this stuff. Oh, it's, it's fucking hilarious. So, so interesting. very, uh, very funny, very funny show. Now, of course, you have a couple of the standard stuff. Just SAO is still continuing. Index is still continuing. And those are both good and they're doing their thing. Um, <clears throat> That's about it for the uh, the anime right now. Uh, as far as games go, I oh man, I tried to play a little Red Dead, messed around, beat some people up. Not uh, not looking good. I, I gotta say, I'm just not feeling it right now. Yeah, that's just off the bat, not feeling it. And I'm it, I'm not even past the prologue as far as wow. it, you know goes. I'm just uh. I got in that first big shootout where I, you know, went around knifing people, and I'm just past that now, and I just still, I can't get into it. Something about it. Um, <clears throat> as far as, uh, as far as it goes, I mean, it's pretty much been my week. I'm trying to remember the last time, the episode before last when you were on, uh-huh. had you told your Persona 5 story? Yeah. I don't know if you did. Yeah, I okay. did that, the yeah. episode before that, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess we're rolling to mine. Mm, not gonna be. I'm not gonna spoil as much as I can because I know Adam hasn't played it. I'm slowly, maybe starting to see a light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe I can talk him into it, but I will be talking about Resident Evil Two a little bit. Not the only thing I'm talking about, though. Oh God. So. Gaming wise, so yeah, I got when when we when we last left off last episode, uh, Chris and I had put a very small amount of hours in the Resident Evil Two, and there was going to be more to follow. Obviously, um, I've got this thing in my head where I'm trying my best to make this game last longer than I know it's going to. I mean, understandably, Resident Evil Two back in the day, the PlayStation, uh, the PlayStation version, the original version. <sighs> because I didn't do any homework and I'm a piece of shit, I understand. I don't know the exact time, but I think you could go through each campaign respectively in about three hours, roundabout. Yeah, it's, like, it's like two and a half, three hours, if I remember. Yeah, correctly. that's not booking it. I mean, if you didn't know where to go and you were just exploring and experiencing the game fresh, I could bump that up to about five or six hours. I could understand that. But it's, there, there wasn't a super long campaign. I know that you cannot judge this game off of that for many reasons. This is a remake. 
there's most of the layouts are the same but the things to do are different there are new quests to do there are new side things to follow and track new pl new items to get it's just a lot of this is new so I, I I just I don't have it in my head this is gonna be a 30 40 50 hour game it may but I just don't see it that way that being said I was trying my best to drag the game out as much as I could just and this it is for everything is worth yeah this is a super easy thing to do because I've mentioned on this show before that I've I'm known to I can I've played like four games at the same time let not literally playing them at the same time but more like a couple hours in this game a few hours in that game maybe an hour in this game and a couple hours in another game like I, i'm pretty good at bouncing around when i want to however the only game that i was working on at the time that i wanted to work on at the time uh I, I'm, I'm saying at the time as in last week was hollow knight because i was already into hollow knight so I played a few hours of Resident Evil the next day after we recorded, and then I got to, a, a, you know, about, I don't know, maybe a couple hours in, and put put it on pause, and went and played Hollow Knight. And I still just can't, uh, I just can't get over Hollow Knight, man. I, I like it. I like the atmosphere. I like the graphics. I like the understated music. I love the growth that your character goes through, the upgrades to your weapon, the mul the the multitude of charms that you get that offer uh, all these abilities, the way that you can combine them to have. There are ways to use charms to absolutely break that fucking game. There are certain combinations of charms that I think through either interpretation or maybe or maybe. Uh, just further understanding the descriptions of the charms, you can combine some that just make you super powerful for many many ways. I mean, you could have you could have a a, a crazy long amount of health. Uh, you could have attacks that do crazy damage. Just uh, it's it was it's it's good to look up stuff like that. Uh, the level design is very Metroidvania. It's you got you have to you have to grow as a character. You have to grow in abilities and things you can do to progress in that game. And I, this is my third time through this game, and I still feel like I'm seeing some things that I didn't see before. There are times where, like there there are NPCs that have certain little side stories or certain little little uh side quests as well and you have to kind of see them at a certain part of the game you know if you do this if you kill this boss you'll miss them that kind of shit and i've seen at least two of them on this playthrough and i'm nowhere well yeah i'm pretty much toward the end of the game i know i i know i'm in the home stretch right now kind of taking a break from it because i did as well as part of this week start adgq videos and the first thing they played was hollow knight so not burnout in a bad way just whew, okay I'm, I'm i'm taking a break from from hollow knight for i'm also taking a break from hollow knight because i finally started getting into those shake up moments in resident evil 2 that i knew were coming uh I've, if i didn't say that last last episode then shame on me but yeah, so playing through Resident Evil 2, uh, I will say, uh, just like Chris said with Kingdom Hearts 3, yeah, I've, I've spent my money well on, on this game. It has not blown my expecta expectations out of the water. However, it is living up to them. It's meeting them. And in some places, it is exceeding them. Uh, I am totally fine with spending the money on this game that I did. 
I feel it is if it definitely contributes to the company. It, this is me telling them to go, hey, keep doing this shit at a minimum. At a minimum, that's what it's doing. So, spoiler warning from here on out for Resident Evil 2. Uh, Chris, how much further into that game have you made it? Fuck the tyrant. Okay. I haven't, okay. I yeah, I haven't played it at all anymore. That's cool. That's cool. Four hours in. That was, and I have fucked my time. I don't know where I sit because I've left, I thought I left my PS4 on standby. I didn't. I left it on. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe on Claire's playthrough, I'll be able to give a, a better representation of what my time into the game. I want to say we're, we're upwards of 10 to 15 hours. It feels like that, but who knows? Anyway, so yes, uh, known in the fan base only because of the toy thank you for telling me about that uh pat from super uh from capsule super beast uh mr x that stalks you throughout resident evil 2 is a tyrant that is what he that that's what he is and oh man this character this fucking enemy right here it has been a long time i think since uh, Outlast and Outlast 2, which are two very good, I'm looking at you, Adam, very good stealth mm -hmm. slash uh, survival-ish horror video games. They both take place in first-person perspective. You are hiding in shadows. You are holding breath. You are doing what you can to, you're using like your, your fucking camera as a, as a way to see what's going on. That, those two games as, has, have you used stealth very, very well. And they use them in in a, in a manner that got me scared. Like that's 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 crazy that a game could do that to me. But they did mainly because there are times in those games where you feel like you're being chased. You feel like you need to get the fuck away. That is what the tyrant does in Resident Evil Two Remake. That fucker will stalk you and find you and fuck you up. He walks the around taking the eyes out of statues and placing them in weird drawers and then locking them. You're an asshole. <laughs> You're an asshole. The first time, Chris, that I was walking on the second story and I heard my footsteps. Um, mm -hmm. bum, bum, bum. And then I started hearing bum, 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 bum. I was like, what the fuck is that sound? Who's I so I start so I looked down the stairs into the main lobby of the of the police station. I didn't yeah, see the anything. safe zone. Yeah, I, I I didn't see anything. I said, oh, I know I heard something. I know what sounded like footsteps. I kept walking forward. I kept hearing footsteps again. What the fuck? This motherfucker pops out of the room. Pops out of the door. Hey, starts looking at me. Starts coming at me. Walking, mind you, but that's all this fucker needs to do. Mm -hmm. So I run the fuck away. I go in through a door. I stand still. Boom, 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 boom. Bam, crashes through the door. Comes at me again. This fucker is relentless. Yep. And there is something, there is something to be said about a game that puts the sound effect of, of of footsteps in your ears and gives you chills, gives you goosebumps. That was the first instance. I've ran into... There was, my wife loves to laugh at me, man, but there was a time where I was playing and this fucker just crashed through a wall right in front of me. And I went, oh, shit! And it scared the shit out of me because <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting it. And I had to fucking fly by him real quick so he didn't take me out. Uh... 
I don't have the actual logistics because he's thankfully, luckily, he's only hit me probably three or four times total. But I feel like if you are fine health, as in green, as in the maximum health, if he smokes you one time, you're yellow, if not red. Uh, and he he knocks you down into a prone state, which that fucked me up later on. But he 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 can fuck you up. Uh, he is. Are there all kinds of like really cool kill animations? Uh, if he kill, uh, I've only been killed by zombies so far, and I've seen at least two, if not three, different eating animations because they just they just eat you. They just start. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be the first thing I did in that game was walk him into every enemy I could to see yeah. him die as many times as possible. Yeah. there. There's also a cool little effect that when they're eating you and you're dying, your screen kind of blacks in and blacks out. Like, it, it's it's kind of like you're closing your eyes and you're dying. But, so, it, it's back, back to the tyrant, the main fucking point here. So, he, he can fuck you up. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. just the fact that he can fuck you up. There are other enemies in this game. Two, these were the hooks for me right here. One, I went into an area where there were other zombies around. I saw three zombies in this hallway. Okay, so I had ran through a hallway. I didn't use these. I didn't use boards because I didn't have any boards left. By the way, Adam, you can use boards to board up windows so zombies don't come crawling through. I didn't have huh. any boards for this entire hallway, okay? So as I'm going down this hallway, I'm walking past one, two, three separate windows, and I'm like, I know I don't have boards for them, and I know eventually that's going to bite me in the ass because zombies are going to come through those windows at some point. I come back through that hallway later in the game, and yeah, zombies start pouring through the windows. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to deal with that. I'm just I'm going to come back through here with some ammo later and kill them. Fast forward again. I'm being chased by the, by the tyrant. I happen to get to that hallway. I have to go through this hallway to get where I need to go because it's either track back through him or go through this hallway and just you know, get around the zombies and, and go where I need to go. This is the short route, so I'm going to go this way. I go down this hallway. The fucking tyrus behind me just fucking boot kicking every door down to get to me. I get to the end of the hallway, Chris. I get past the zombies. Fairly no one of them went to grab me and I shrugged her off. No problem. I get to the end of the hallway. I want to see how far away the tyrant is. I turn around and look down the hallway. He is pushing the fucking zombies out of the way. Like backhanding them out of the way. Get the fuck out of my way. I've got Leon Kennedy to get to. That's fucking cool. That was yeah. super fucking awesome. I was thinking you were like, going to say he was like right fucking next to me when I turned around. <laughs> he could have been because he can move quicker than you think he can. But you have to put yourself in like a PlayStation mindset. If it's his model up against a zombie model, they're just going to have that weird, awkward fucking moment where they're trying to occupy the same space and they kind of push each other uh, despite the physics of the game, like I would see like a zombie kind of clip through a wall or something, or uh-huh. they would do that awkward dance where like they're both trying to go opposite ways of each other and they're kind of running into each other. No, this fucker made a beeline down the hallway and was backhanding these zombies like, get out of my way, boom, boom, get out of my way, boom, boom, move the fuck out of my way. Ah, oh, intense, intense. Uh, the tyrant was where my stress uh, scale tipped. 
And after getting trapped between him and some zombies, because I ran into a new area, turned out to be a dead end because I didn't have the, you know, puzzle piece for that room to proceed. Or it was, it wasn't even a puzzle piece in that one. That one was where I was picking up a piece and I needed to go back the way I came, which I had run through three zombies running away from the tyrant. And I run back and I'm like, okay, yeah. And I had no ammo, by the way. So I have three zombies and a tyrant in this narrow hallway. And I'm like, okay, I'll try it. And I ran through, got killed. And I was like, all right, yep, I'm done. My headache is too bad. I can't take this (laughs) game anymore. I'm stressing too much. It has me to the point of I am. So I had to do this little uh room that had it was a it was a puzzle room that all the puzzle pieces were pretty much in this room it was a uh the the bell tower puzzle i made myself walk i think i have something figured out about it but i could be wrong i know with liquors because this was a Mm -hmm. i haven't tried it yet chris so just don't don't quote me don't do this and get fucked up and blame it on me but i remember in resident evil 2 if you walked past a liquor as long as you didn't touch their character model, you could bypass a liquor because mm-hmm. liquors cannot hear. So, or they, I'm sorry, they can't see. Right. That's what it is. Can't they can't see. see. So they're, they're going by sounds. So if you're walking, your character model doesn't make any noise and you can sneak by them. I feel like I, I, I was trying a, an experiment, a super intense uh, handshaking, like, oh, fuck, I'm about to get fucked over experiment. When I was doing this puzzle, I was trying to do nothing but walk. Like, I see where the puzzle pieces were, and I would run, and I would hear his footsteps, and I would stop, and they would stop, and then I would start walking, and I'm talking about barely millimeter forward pushing on that on that control stick where I was walking and Leon was not making a sound and I didn't hear his footsteps I tried that a few times it could be just the vectoring of his sight you know his through the wall game knowledge sight I don't know but I managed to do that entire puzzle without him getting to me and that's 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 how fucking intense it is now for me anywhere I go. I'll be running. I can pull up the map. I know where I need to go. I just got to get from here to there. I got three doors to go through. Let's fucking go. When I pass door number two and I hear another set of footsteps, I'm freaking out. I'm not well, not freaking out, but I'm 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 tense. I, I'm on my game because I, at this current place of the game, I don't have any shotgun rounds left. I have nothing but pistol ammo, and pistol ammo does shit to this guy. I've heard Pat say that you can actually watch pistol rounds ricochet off of his jacket. <laughs> that they don't. He's coming at you down this hallway, and you're shooting, bam, 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 and unless you're hitting him in the head... Bullets are just pinging off of them. He's like, nah, nah, that's not what's happening. So, I remember the uh, the first tyrant in the first Resident Evil not uh not particularly uh, affected by anything sub you know shotgun slash the Colt yeah. Python. Yeah, the first time that I fought him because I felt like I had to, and it turns out no, I didn't have to at all. I could have ran around him. I I think I had six shotgun rounds, six or seven, and I pumped every single, I was, it was a long-ish fight because I was, I was letting him get as close to me as I I would comfortably allow, 
or getting getting close enough where like okay he's about to swing at me i need to move away and i was intentionally damn near dead on aiming shooting him in the face with a shotgun and it took all those rounds to stagger him i've been told that once he gets staggered he's only down for about 30 seconds and he'll get back up and come right back yeah he'll kill he'll get up and come right back at you so it's essentially don't 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 even waste your ammo yeah the the biggest takeaway from this is 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 a couple times i've had this happen a couple times in this game already but it's where i know something because of the i know something's gonna happen because of playing the old re2 or i kind of get an idea of where it's going because i played the old re2 and then something like this coming along and going, it feels the same, doesn't it? But it's new. It's it it they have captured the horror. They've captured the the intensity of having somebody stalking you through this police station. And it's it's fucking incredible. It's incredible. There was a time, Chris, where I was down in this basement area. I unlocked this area, which unlocked about I swear I counted like nine or ten zombies in the same area grouped together. And as I was trying to watch and negotiate how the fuck I'm going to get through around, like counting my pistol in the heat of the moment. We're talking maybe seven seconds here, Max. I'm backing up. I'm counting my pistol ammo. I pull my menu up. I have no shotgun rounds. Drop the menu. Make sure I have all the bullets loaded in my pistol. I start popping off one zombie. I got to get brain shots. Backing up, backing up. I have to get brain shots. I can't get a headshot. I take one down. I start shooting another one in the head. The fucking tyrant comes walking in, pushing everybody out of the way. Fuck you, bitch. Now I'm here, too. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. Oh, fuck. Will they have will they actually moments. kill the zombies. I haven't seen that happen yet. I haven't seen that. But he, if you're in his way, you get moved. So let, let's talk about the star of Resident Evil. Let's okay. talk about the puzzles. Okay. So uh, how if how they up the puzzle game in in Resident Evil 2 remake? Are the uh, the diamonds shinier? And Chris, you can you can chime in on this too, but I don't feel like the puzzle thing has been really vamped up so much because many of the puzzles that I've come across are you found this thing while you're trying to look for this key. You know you need a key for this lock. And in your progression of finding that key, you also found this item. Once you finally get the key, the there's a puzzle down the hall that needs this key and this item. And oh, what do you know? You happen to find the the other you the the place that needed this first item you found. Uh, there are a couple of ones that involve combinations to locks, and you have to find clues on how to do those. Not the these are not super brain thinky puzzles. I'll tell you now. Uh, never a were. couple. A couple of them can actually be brute forced if you if you really wanted to. I was starting to do that with one puzzle, and I was like, I I just I won't want to do that. I'll go look for the clues and find it out myself. But uh, I I I I think I know what you're asking. I have played games where they have completely revamped things and like up the game, as you said. Mm -hmm. I don't. I'm really struggling here to make sure I got one right because I feel that there was a puzzle or two that made me go, oh, well, okay, that's pretty cool. I will say that they've gone, while not overboard, Adam, they have gone a little bit further in explaining how these puzzles either get made or get solved. For example, 
call it a spoiler if you want, I suppose. It happens in the first maybe five minutes when you get into the police station, maybe even sooner than that. Uh, There's a video that you watch, a a movie clip uh, from a security camera, and it's a guard that's fighting off zombies in almost like his last moments. And he's backing up in this alley and backing up and it switches cameras and back his backs up, backs up and it switches cameras. And he's like, he realizes in the video that he's about to die. He realizes shit's fucking game over. He holds this notebook up to the camera and goes, hey, uh, officer so-and-so who you either... I think you find out later he was he was he was his partner or his chief or whatever. He's like, "Hey, I found this. This is the key. This is the thing that we were looking for. Remember that door that we needed? This is the solution right here. And fucking, I'm gonna do my best to fight. But if I don't make it, you gotta find me because I've got some shit right here you need to have. And he fights and fights and he loses and he dies. And you can find that notebook later. And it you he's got solutions to it as opposed to you, you know, reading something scribble on a wall or i don't know it's they, they do a decent enough job in explaining the solutions they give to you but there are still several where you're walking along and you oh i found this cog piece i, w- I wonder where this goes to i'm pretty <laughs> sure i'll find out later uh but so far so far the selling point for me really has been the tyrant uh, I just, I just went into the sewer area of the game. Oh wait, man, almost forgot. I can't, I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm not gonna tell you what happens. But I did come across a little uh story cutscene movie slash thing that was uh it was intense, man. Like it was making me choke up. They they've got some. It's I'm so up and down on the movie parts of this game uh uh, man the first time that 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 leon meets back up with claire they have almost like a so hey uh (laughs) how's things going oh things are going good yeah you you come here often like they have one of those like conversations and there are zombies banging on the wall behind them about to break down the fucking gate you know maybe we should travel together since you know two people would be better in this scenario than just one we could actually yeah, I'll, watch each other's backs and stuff. I'll tell you right now, there are points that, man, if, if, if you're going to cinema sense this game, oh. you're going to fuck the game over for yourself. Wow. I mean, there, there are lots of points in this game that are like, dude, you could have just used a knife right here. Or, dude, you could have just used a crowbar. You tell me you didn't have a piece of fucking wood laying around to lay across this? I mean, come on. But if you let the game be a game and you're... You try to have fun with it, and especially when the fucking the the terror, not survival horror, but when the terror parts start kicking in, it started ramping up. The tyrant part, while yes, Chris, it definitely is intense and definitely anxiety inducing, has had me like creeped, creeped out. Like, oh, just fucking when I hear those footsteps, I'm 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 up. My radar is up. I'm fucking scanning and I'm I'm looking. I, I, I don't I need to figure out what the fuck to do. I am routing myself between point A and point B and going that's a lot of doors to go through. <laughs> that's that's a lot of doors to go through. God, any one of those he could be on the other side. Uh, they, they've done a really good job of capturing the terror of having him around. Uh, more to follow as I go through this game. 
I will probably go through Claire's as well. I'm probably going to be playing it tomorrow and the majority of this weekend. As much as I'm trying to milk it, man, now I'm into it. And now, now I've got to play it. So we'll see. I am impressed with it. Like I said, I'm, I'm, uh, it is a solid fucking love letter as much as RE Remake was to me. Well, let's and, talk about a uh, another love letter that should be coming out here soon now that Kingdom Hearts 3 is uh, over with. Okay. Guess what's coming out for the Switch? Persona. Final Fantasy VII. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're trolling me right now. I am not. Apparently yeah, a Switch, uh, Switch version is going to be coming out. Surprise, oh. surprise. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! So, well, <laughs> wah, wah, Chris. Wow. I mean, it's already out and everything else, so why not? I mean, yeah. you know, they put Skyrim out for your refrigerator, so why not Final Fantasy VII <laughs> for the Switch? I I did see uh, a uh, man. I don't know. This probably tells more about me as a person, but there was a mod. I think I may have put it in our Discord. If not, you know, I'll have to find it again now. But there was a fairly recent. Uh, Final Fantasy 7 PC mod that basically added some up texture to everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's noticeable, guys. Honestly, if when they show the video, the video that that the trailer for it is like fifteen or twenty different areas that they show the original PC graphics, and then they show the filter over the top of it. And yes, things look a little better. They look a little clearer, but unfortunately i mean there's only so far you can push that game the the backgrounds yes because the backgrounds were detailed they almost they almost look painted sometimes but cloud looks like a blocky weirdo i mean tifa <laughs> tifa looks like a blocky He's it's got the polygons like, you can count his polygons i'm just saying how many chris how many yeah. fingers does, does cloud have on his hands spoiler None. He doesn't. He's got fucking big orb block arms and hands. I mean, that's when you can just look at a model and tell how many polygon count used to be a thing. Yeah. Back in my day, we used to measure the goodness (laughs) of the graphics by the polygon count. Yep. I'm sure somebody out there out there has done it, but I mean, if you did like an ultra realistic art piece on the polygon version of Cloud, that would look fucking terrifying. And <laughs> that's the problem with doing things like this. Like, yeah, in my opinion, yes, you make the graphics look a little crisper, you add a little bit more detail to the backgrounds and all, but there's only so far you can take a lot of these weird 3d polygon enemies and whatnot but it's out it's out there for you and everybody else to check out if it interests you yeah so this whole seven on switch isn't new uh it's been september they dropped the news and it's not just the switch it's xbox one as well really it's just the switch is getting attention because it was actually shown in a commercial a little snippet of it wow yeah, I'd heard something had come up with it, so that's why I mentioned it. Yeah. But <clears throat> again, yeah, don't apparently, care. apparently they're gonna have a uh, uh, Final Fantasy Seven on the Switch. Go around, I, I walk around I, and play your Final Fantasy Seven. Everything's far superior coming game to the Switch, man. To Kingdom Hearts Three, everything's coming to the Switch. So, <laughs> real quick, while I'm thinking about it, I know Michael, you typically don't play phone games very often. Uh, what about you, Adam? You do you? I, I play them mildly often. 
Just okay. uh, I, not a whole lot of them, but I I kind of go through them really quick. Sure. And how many of them are? I say percentage wise, maybe. How many of them are multiplayer game? Ah, uh, I've played at least two or three or do you, prominent. Or do you ones mainly there. play single player? Do you must were into that. You were into that Clash of Clans for like four years, man. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, Clash of Clans. Yeah, I never played All that Clash of Clans. Did you ever tell that story about the, the hundreds of dollars that you dumped into that game? Yeah, man, yeah, that was totally me. That wasn't that wasn't anybody was else. Like <laughs> close to three grand you dumped into that game. Yeah, it was for like some I spent like archers or some. Spent shit. like thirty grand on archers and potions or elixir or whatever it's called yeah i gotta get my dragons up yeah you better have dragons in your castle now we had a co-worker that talked about this game non-stop and i won't play it on <laughs> principle uh okay. but yeah no uh I, i'd say about 50 percent of the games that i play are multiple okay. how many games have you had shut down oh god uh I always quit. Bef- <laughs> I always quit before they get shut down, at the very least. But now I can't say I've had one get shut down on me. No. Yeah, one of my main phone games, uh, Dragon Soul. I talked about it a little bit before. It's nothing special to it. It's a. I don't know even how to what genre to, uh, it would fall under. It's a mobile game, so they're kind of hard to place at times. Uh-huh. Um, you usually jo- classify them by comparing them to another game, <laughs> like. Uh, Kings of Avalon is a game I briefly played, or we brief, I say briefly, we played for a little bit, and then we quit it, but then, you know, there are a bunch of games of that style, so when we see a game that's like it, we're like, yeah, it's an Avalon game. <laughs> it, it didn't start the genre, it's, you know, but I don't know the proper name for it. But yeah, Dragon Soul, they sent out a thing after pretty much radio silence for the last month, they push an update to the game, because they said in January was when they were going to pick things back up. Uh, because they kind of took off the holidays, which is understandable, you know. Uh, they had an update in December, early December, I think, and then it was like, yeah, we're going to take, you know, around Christmas and New Year's off, and then we'll pick up updates in January. So the update just dropped, like, Tuesday. So January's almost over at that point. And then accompanying it at the same time is a message saying, yeah, we're shutting down the game in May. Oh, huh. So now you Thanks. should dump a bunch of money on it. Well, they, they disabled uh, per- in-app purchases at the same time. Do you get the stuff for free? can't drop money on anymore. Can no. you get this? Oh, these bastards. Not even at the end will they just give you all the crap for free? I would just be like, press the button to get it. For that last so, month, it'd just be a free-for-all of all max-level characters going at it. So when Sunday rolls around, it'll be uninstalled when the uh, week wow. of the game ends. Because I'm not going to screw over my guild, you know, in the middle of a war week and stuff because that's all i log in and do the little war fights anyways i already thinking about quitting i'm like okay guess i don't have to consider it anymore oh, i feel like i feel like you were telling me something else about something that was getting canceled or quitting here recently you say something about google google plus or something oh yeah i got an email earlier while we shortly after we started recording uh from google saying your google plus account is going to be deleted i'm like Oh, okay. What? Just you, what did you do? Uh, exactly. I was like, um, "Is this spam?" That's my first thought. This must be spam. And it got past the filter somehow, which is pretty bad um, since it's a Google thing. But I read and I was like, mm. "Oh no, no! This is Google Plus isn't used, so it's going away." Um, I think the biggest impact for this is going to be YouTube and stuff like that, where you can comment mm. with Google Plus because all those comments, all those comments 
are being deleted. You're saying Damn. the you're saying Google Plus is going away. Yes. Not just your account. You're saying it's all going away. Wow. Yes. So Google Plus, and what they're doing is they're basically transitioning to just using Google accounts. So anything you log in with a Google Plus login, you'll just have to now use Google login, which is essentially kind of the same thing. You just yeah. had a little bit of a separation there. Uh, you lose that layer of separation. Um, I got to say, as, as integrated as Google is, as much shit as they penetrate on the internet, I, the Google Plus thing... <laughs> yeah, right. The Google Plus thing never... It always felt like it was somebody just like sticking their hand out of the water being like, hey, I'm here. I never I never had a use for it. I never really had a use for it. So I, I hope they just like integrate the two damn things instead of just canceling it. That'd be a pain in the ass if you didn't have if you had one but didn't have the other. Well, plus it's like Chris said, that's all that shit out there gone. Like yeah. that's kind they've of actually crazy. said any comments or you know things left with the Google Plus accounts will be deleted. Not that they're oh you can transfer it over to your Google account or something like that. They're like no, it's just going to be deleted. <laughs> this is wow. the great YouTube comment section purge of 2019. Oh, so good, um, man. I feel, go ahead. <laughs> Suddenly, I, like, you know, all these I feel like YouTubers are like, they didn't comment. They liked and subscribed, but they didn't comment. Oh, man. Suddenly, I feel like, like we're thousands now, of their comments are going. We're taking this episode in a, in a downward spiral of, of negativity. But That's right. There, there was another news article from last week sometime that I forgot about. I wanted to bring up uh, Machinima. For those that don't know, that is a popular YouTube channel. It's definitely done a lot around the video game market. Uh, Machinima shut down. It's gone. And the curious thing about this, the 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 angering part about this is I haven't verified this myself. And mind you, when I watched this, this was days ago, so it may have changed since then. But they, yeah, they closed their doors for business. They. 81 layoffs in California, I believe, because of this. Wow. And they they made all of their videos private. So they essentially they essentially took down all their videos. Yeah. All of their videos were gone. Machinima is a fairly large video game uh, YouTube channel. Has a lot of content out there. And apparently you can't access it anymore. Damn. That's that's fucking crazy. So there's people out there that, you know, get YouTube videos and they put them on hard drives somehow. It's looking like a better idea every damn day. <laughs> I, I saw a, uh, a MatPat video talking about, uh, I can't remember what they're called, but companies like Machinima are, uh, they're basically little groups of channels it's like a company that handles channels and does like their copyright information and stuff like that and helps promote mm -hmm. these individual youtubers apparently the one that uh game theory was attached to just went tits up and uh the guy the owner just said nope yes. took everybody's money and like fucking dipped out and matt pat was like what an asshole <laughs> yeah he had an yeah. entire video just dedicated to like trashing his teeth yeah. It was like this guy. I mean, this guy called me when my son was born, and like you know, and then knowing like the next couple weeks later, he was just gonna dip and take all my money. What a bastard! So yeah, they're doing. I mean, they're going to court. And there's something like a couple million dollars in play between all the different uh, channels. Wow. Yeah. Yep. 
bad it's news crazy. for YouTube. I'm, they're getting the comments deleted, and fucking major machinima's gone, and Matt Pat got I fucked mean, over, and I don't know if I've ever. And the Timecast is on there now. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? I don't know if I've ever brought this up before, and I. I hope and pray that someday the audience out there will be able to check it out for themselves, but there was a uh, fairly long-running series that Machina produced called All Your History Are Belong to Us, and they went through several, several video game, popular video game franchises, and they were usually trilogies, like they went through the Halo series, they went through Mario's, uh, Metroid, yada, 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 and they did some really, really good well edited great detailed very knowledgeable videos of all these series uh i mean I, i'm telling you that now but apparently you can't watch this shit anymore you can't watch any machine videos but that that's the kind of shit that sucks man this this content is out there you do you have a video game channel that you watch right now is there a popular subscriber that you have uh you you better find some way to be able to watch them offline. Yeah, you better However save my sweet voice. Yes, save it. because they can go. And if Machinima, if Machinima is any just one example of it, they can just be gone. Like you, can, it's not that. Oh, you know, we, me and the guys, we all broke up. We're all going our separate ways. We all got different jobs. Peace out. Uh, our videos will always be there, though. Go ahead, go check it out. Enjoy our content. This was, uh, no, we're done. The company's gone. People are fired, uh, are laid off, and our videos are gone. So kill the contents disappeared. That's crazy, man. If you ever get a chance to check out, if you can find it somehow, all your history are belong to us. I mean, I'll give that as a late shout out to Machinima. They they had a lot of good content out there, and that was one of my first Machinima favorites right there. So on that note, what what about you, audience? What what YouTube personalities or channels or subscriptions do you have out there that that you like? Like, what is your? Do you treat YouTube like a TV at your house? You know, do you have? Did you cut the cable, but you kept the internet in, in favor of it? And that's kind of how we do it at our house. We just watch a lot of stuff on uh, uh, YouTube, Netflix, stuff like that. Uh, if you do, what are some of your favorite content creators? I realize this has nothing to do with Kingdom Hearts, but that's okay. You can tell us about Kingdom Hearts 3 as well, or Resident Evil, or any new anime series that you've been checking out recently. We would love to hear you talk about uh, your upcoming either uh, interest in or disdain of the next Star Wars movie. If you want to comment and tell Adam he needs to get Kingdom Hearts 3, that's out there. You have a way to do it. Anything at all you'd like to talk about. We'd love to hear feedback from your audience. I cannot stress that enough. We would love to hear from our audience and engage in conversation and read your comments and emails and stuff on the podcast. It is generally one of the biggest reasons why we even started doing this uh, for the feedback. Uh, there are many ways you can get that feedback to us. And Jesus, this, this fucking list is going to get longer as the show goes on. But as it stands right now, you can find us on Facebook. Just search for Intertime Cash. You can send us a comment, send us a message, whichever way you want to get a hold of us. It may be Facebook, maybe how you find this episode right here. We do have a YouTube channel where we are currently uploading all of our videos. We're about to 30 ish now, 33, 34. You can leave comments on any video that you prefer. Uh, we have an 
an email, you can email us at endoftimecast at gmail.com. That's endoftimecast at gmail.com. No funny numbers in there. Just spell it just like you heard it. We have a Twitter page. You can tweet us, retweet us. We usually don't really post on there too much, but we do uh, mention our episode uploads on there. We have an iTunes account. You can leave comments on those. We have a Spotify account. You can leave comments on those. And that list will grow. It's going to get to where I can't I can't mention them all. Or I just, I'll start doing it really fast, like those crazy fucking super disclaimer people. Like, you can always watch this in the end of time, cast. Make sure you do <laughs> Maybe I'll get one of those. But in any event, there are many ways for you to get a hold of us. And we'd love to hear from you sometimes, somehow, some way. Uh, engage with us because I promise you especially at this early stage even though we're 80 episodes in it's still early we will be engaging with you as much as humanly possible so thanks for listening everybody hope you like the show and the episode and we will catch you next time and until next time I'm Michael I'm Chris and I'm Adam good night everybody fuck you Mike